One minute, though. Lock Talk Radio. Some issues. I yes. 
don't see Mertris. Leanne, I'm sorry I don't see her on the board, but so maybe you know something I don't. Oh, oh, that is probably Donna's phone then. Yeah, that it's is Donna. Seven, we have six four uh, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six four six. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know whether Donna has any way of um, reaching out to Mertris. Okay, well, I'm sure yeah. she will try to text me a little later on and right, see good. we can get her in. We'll try a little later on. All right, see. good. Well, good evening to all our listeners, wherever you are. Welcome to another edition of the Cricket Show. And uh, Leon, back, just back from his birthday celebration, will give us the usual opening start with the blessings for the show. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's a, indeed a pleasure, Dennis, to do this. Look forward to doing it. And, uh, of course, we're going to begin by asking God's presence in our house this evening. Thank you, Lord, for all you have done for us. As we prepare for another show and start to to bring the details of what transpired this week, we ask you to look over our show, keep us safe, let the show go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We thank you for this wonderful day that you have provided for us. It is in my neck of the woods, a very pleasant day, one for walking, one for swimming in the pool, one for just having a, a casual walk through the, um, the malls to do some shopping. But, Lord, we thank you for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the ones who have helped us financially, the others who have done so morally, and uh, whatever support they have provided us over the past uh, 13 years. We therefore ask you to continue your blessings and help to the ones who are not so well, the ones who are asking for our help in terms of asking the Lord's blessings and healing touches on them, namely Dr. Lashley and his dear daughter Lisa, Murchis Nisbet and her dear mother Bobsey. We also ask you for prayers and blessings for Connie Whitley, for Ellie Matt. These were two hosts on this present show. We ask our care and, and we at least revival to our brother Everett Carter and Oliver Solomon. We ask you blessing and praise for El Camino, who El Camino Willett, who is asking for who is asking for for his country to promote him as a knight, and I we here promote it and welcome any such award we feel is merited for this young man. We ask your prayers for Wentworth Francis, Gabriel Francis, Telbert, and Julian Francis, my brothers and sisters, who are struggling with ill health. Lord, we want you to touch their bodies from the bottom of the sole of their feet to the top of their heads, Lord. Joseph Guntrup, a schoolmate of mine, Mona Daniel, a great neighbor of mine as well, Fillmore Hallpeg, who might be with us this evening, who has lost his sister, um, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, my dear niece, Dr. Roger Brown, Linford McKenzie, one of our panelists who has not been with us for a while, Lord, and he's struggling too, Lord. We ask your blessing and healing touches on him. And we ask you also your, your help in bringing back Dawn Simon back to her normal self, Lord. She was a vibrant lady, and now she's not... Uh, able to do as much. Lord, we ask you to touch 
and heal all these folks that we mentioned. And not to forget the ones who uh, have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we ask that you, you bring some healing touches to them as well. And we pray also for this country and the countries that are struggling with any kind of disaster, be it economic or otherwise, Lord. We just also want you to reach out to our brother Cardinal Mills. He too has been in in recent times have been going through some struggles, Lord. We just hope that he will be healed by our asking your help, Lord, today. Anyone who have we have forgotten, Lord, we just ask that you touch them. And we pray that this show will go on without any interruptions. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. We'd like to call on Dennis. Dennis, um, just before we go in, we just want to hear from Donna and hi, Sid, Donna. Anything new you want to say on Mama Brown and her husband that is going to be celebrating another birthday uh, shortly? Yes. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, this is Donna. Mm -hmm. At this point, I'm in New Jersey with my sister. Yeah. I'm from mm-hmm. hailing you from New Jersey this evening. Okay. My dad, yes, he'll be celebrating his 95th birthday on Friday. Oh, goodness. That is awesome. Yes. And uh, thank you for that. And Hyacinth, anything new from your neck of the woods? I know it's far, but we're hearing you, and we're glad that you're able to come on. And Hyacinth is not hearing us. Okay, Dennis, why All don't right. you? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Leon. You're so coming with anything on. else? That... Yeah. All right. Hello again and welcome to all our listeners wherever you are in the world. Today, here in the United States, this day we pause to pay tribute, honor, and remember the lives lost in the terror attack of September 11, 2001. Mm-hmm. Now, this time we are also... Uh, reminding ourselves of the passing of uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II of England. This is The Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. Listen in the United States. Call us at 1515-605-9850 or you can send us an email. We want to hear from you. You can send us an email to the cricket show at comcast.net. Remember, the email address is one word, no space. Set your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. And once again, I am Dennis Seed, sitting in with Leon Francis there in the background. Okay. And uh, Dennis, some of the things that we'll be covering, based on, we'll be talking about the the death of those two stalwarts from the West Indies in yes. the likes of Peter Lashley, one of my favorite, and Tony White. They're both mm-hmm. Barbadian players, and we will talk a little bit more. We talk mm-hmm. about the CPL and the final for the ladies that are presently in progress, and we should ask Donna if she can keep us abreast with what's the score. And, uh, okay, Chin Big, okay, we, and the Asia Cup is very much in the limelight. You know, we hoping to see what uh, if Pakistan can do a number on India or vice versa. And the ICC Player of the Month will be announced. At least we will bring it to the, the attention of the listeners. CD, uh, CWI men is on the 19th team uh, over there in 
going through in Sri Lanka and mm-hmm. New Zealand uh, to you know, India, Australia, mm-hmm. uh, Australia, Australia, Australia South to Africa. Uh, South Africa, beg your pardon, mm-hmm. and the USA minor leagues, the fixture lists and other and results. And of course, we'll do We'll have the coaches' corner in a, in, a, in a while, and we have uh, Audley coming in a little later on to bring us the Walter Henry birthday anniversary hour. And following that event, we will be introducing a new section to our show. We're going to be asking the ladies to present a special topic this evening, and we will be asking Sister Hyacinth over there in London to introduce. She has something um, special to, to let us know all about. And that's about the extent of it, and we'll be pausing to give you the scores up to date as they come to hand. So, Dennis, as you prepare for our Coach's Corner, I'm sure you may have something to add, and why don't you do so now? Right. Thank you so much, Leon. And, of course, in the interim, I may ask you, please, to see if you can uh, you know, reach Mertris. I would like to think that. Yeah, okay. Definitely we'll do that. I, I appreciate that very much. And it looks as mm. uh, our coach has arrived, so we will go straight into our coach's corner. So let's... Uh, in the court. Um, the Cricket Court Show USA, the USA Cricket Hall of Fame USA, and the American Cricket Education Council, ACEC, is pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coaches Corner. The objective of the Coaches Corner is to provide coaching education and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket, nationally and internationally. A segment of the Coach's Corner will run from 15 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will feature Jayden Patel, Cricket Hall of Famer and Multi-Sport Coach Administrator and Director of the Cricket Hall of Fame. Good afternoon to you, Coach, or should I say good evening to you, Coach. Welcome to another edition of the Coach's Corner. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. Welcome, and nice to have you back with us. Today's topic that we hope to get our teeth into uh, deals with the subjects of plin, attitude, temperament, argumentation, and so on. We're hoping we can challenge the Coach to you know, share with us his breadth and depth of knowledge. Coach, my first question to you on the subject is this. Discipline is a word often used in many life situations. When discipline is used in cricket, what exactly is being described? Well, when you say discipline, there are a variety of uh, factors, we call it is the falls under the discipline. But when we look at the sports and specifically for the cricket, the few discipline factors are very important. For example, the timing. 
let's say if you are a part of the team and coming for the practice or game, the discipline based on the timing, how sharp you are to come on time or ahead of time, which is requested by the team. Means it's your determination to be part of the team and do whatever it takes under that discipline manner. Means you are always coming or going at time or before time. That's the one part. Second thing is when we deal with the team sports, there is a lot of procedures or protocols we have to follow that includes the restrictions and the things you are allowed to do or things you are not allowed to do. So in particular, the things you are allowed to do has not much to do anything at all. But discipline takes its toll. When you look at those items, which says you are not allowed to do certain so that's another part of it, participation and engagement type of discipline. Then we have the off-the-field situation, how you get along with other players if you are a player. And that also demands discipline. The reason for that is how you build relation and how you communicate with your team. Then there is an action-based discipline. Means the performance related. That includes your role's responsibilities and how seriously you are taking them or considering them to be part of the team. And so on. There are many other ways you can say discipline can be enforced, impacted. But Discipline is the most important thing in any sport. And because of that, the coaches, management, administration, everyone is looking for higher standards in discipline. In professional cricket, this discipline can go beyond what I explained to you, which is the most commonly used at the youth level or uh, national level. But at the international level and professional level, this discipline goes beyond those simple things we widely or commonly see. The one of those is definitely the contract and your commitment. That includes signing them on timely basis and following that contract. That takes a lot to be in a discipline. There is a process procedures and the protocols need to follow by everyone in terms of the reporting or working or communicating with the team management, team administration or board itself. And in those all situations, discipline is the key. There is also a discipline in the media matters. We have shared a lot in the past, like the players are talking something open to public and not taking the permission from the authorities or sometimes they bypass the authorities because now they have objection 
and they like to blame uh, the administration or management, something like that. And those are false and everything. At the same time, whatever the dispute happens, the situation arises in terms of the contract or the money transaction or the normal high-level communication. So this is our key that the discipline is followed in whatever we do. So discipline is the most important thing to be part of any team sport. Thank you, Coach. Coach, can you coach a player to be disciplined? Well, this discipline part is a definitely critical part. But at the same time, if the player is not mature, and if you think the player has made a mistake without knowledge, then the player is innocent. And in that situation, if the player is disciplined, yes, coaches and mentors can work around. But when you have a player who has intentionally compromised, and fall off from the discipline, it will be a difficult task for anybody to coach. So, in that regard, is it possible that lack of discipline by one team member can affect the outcome of a match? Yes, and uh, that is a part of the process, and now there are new laws are implemented in cricket, which is uh, giving them then the red card, just like the soccer used to have. The soccer still has it. Once you got the red card, you are out of the action, means you have to leave the field, and your team has to play one shot. Going a little bit further on this one, uh, cricket originally started to show this red card just like football and soccer, <clears throat> to discipline the player for any wrongdoing, perform on the field, I can say. Means empire takes the decision based on what they have done on the field. But then recently, I see that red card is also given because of the overall team discipline matter in a Coming straight to the point is the CPL situation very recently because of the slower uh, overrate, the team was penalized and red card was given to a player. We're not going in that discussion, but this red card situation and discipline is definitely harm the team because as soon as someone gets the red card or discipline, and not allowed to be part of the active game, next game, or practices. The team is doing one shot, and it can definitely uh, take a risk on the performance too. What happens your main batter or main baller get disciplined, and your team has to go without it? It is the outcome can change just because of the one player discipline. So, in that light. We see how important the team situation is. But does the team discipline translate into 
team success? It's a very difficult call if the player is disciplined, single player or two. He can have options to bring them back or bounce back or fix that discipline issue, not to repeat the similar offense or avoid or prevent the future situation. But when you have team involved, it becomes very difficult because team is not a one or two individual. We are looking at a group of people, usually in Cricket is 11. And in that situation, it's a toughest challenge for any coach or mentor or administrator or management to treat those issues. So, does the age of players or team members, their maturity and experience affect their level of discipline? Uh, definitely, because the players who are seniors, I'm specifically targeting a lot of legends who have played games for a longer term, means many years compared to some young ones or inexperienced players or the lower age players. They do take advantage because they know what they're doing. They know what it takes to be in the team, and they also know their roles and responsibility as well as their status. So in the sense, more the mature players we have, we have less issues with the Right. Let me pause and see if there are any questions coming from any member of the uh, panel. Any questions from anyone? Donna, Leon, Hyacinth? No. Okay. Coach, I'll move on. Let's talk about attitude. Is player attitude related to their emotional state, mood state, or mental state? The attitude can be activated or get activation through different things. But the most of the time, it does come from the mood. And it's a part of the mental situation, we call it, the mindset. And it can get disturbed. And it can definitely impact. The attitude is the one it has a, we call it the scaling, about how much tolerant you are on certain things. To give you the example is, whatever happened in a game, let's say one is a frustration. Everyone has a different limit. There are people who can get into the quickly and easily we usually call it short temper people. And then there are some people so cool and stay calm for over a period. We label them they are tough at mental. But in reality, it is their control over their own attitude. And that is what is holding those range, whether it's a short time or another is a longer time. And it all depends on toleration, how much or how 
capable you are to tolerate certain things when the things does not go your way or the way you expected and that is where attitude becomes a key factor and i will say it is a first one to uh, mark it down like any player going out the decision it is only start with attitude all right thank you coach uh leon do you yes uh, i go? wanted to chime in with a question you know coach sometimes there is need for you to really made some strong decision to discipline a player by suspending him from play for a certain length of time he or she might have some friends also in the midst and will urge the folks to not to support you, support the uh, the captain in his moves now, how would you handle a situation like that Well, this is a part of the team building process. We call it team cohesion. In general, they call it team chemistry or team bonding. There are different ways to mm-hmm. develop. But that is the part where this situation becomes serious for the coaches and mentors to find out what the team players behavior. Especially their attitude. Number two, how they are committed. in terms of their seriousness and commitment with the good attitude that becomes more important mm-hmm. the reason for that if you have the issues with that it can be fixed but it's not something coaches or mentors can do it's a two sided job they can try their best because it is possible to fix that issue but at the same time the heavier uh, side to change their attitude is the player are they willing to change their attitude are they willing to understand what they have done before they are under the disciplinary action which means they are penalized for something right and being a natural as a human and i'm talking my soccer experience now is dance is the healing believe it or not especially in youth sports when the player who really wants to and love to play they don't like the bench believe it or not mm-hmm. so when something goes wrong you must put them on the bench you don't need to preach them you don't need to talk with them give them some time so they can think on their own what they need so they are bench and this is the time as i say time is the healing on the bench and this player if they really wants to play they will come up with the own solution solution is most likely in most cases is a very simple and the coach i made mistake i'll make sure it will not happen and that is probably the most of the coaches love to hear no one out there wants to keep the player on the bench but at the same time we must control them it is just like your normal life we all drive a car on highway right that doesn't mean we'll be driving at the maximum speed all the time 
there are surroundings there are situation comes and during the time we have to put the brakes and resume back to the whatever speed we can but those are the adjustment we are making on highway same thing in our normal life then the things doesn't go right somebody has to put the brakes and that is where this discipline comes and yes i see that your concern what happens if this player has a couple of teammates and wants to do support as a like a strong support just because of the fact not looking at the game situation or team situation or not even understanding why my teammate is being disciplined if that sort of thing happens then the first thing in my opinion to take care of those people who are supporting you mm-hmm. because we don't know why these people are supporting right away right sometimes they may be right what they have seen may be unfair something biased there's a lot of things are possible so without knowing a root cause of the situation it is uh, not right way to discipline those who are supporting instead find the reason why they are supporting and what is the objection what they did not like and why they are supporting and what do you want out of it the bottom line is what we all get into disagreement or oppose something for a reason right so in this situation if i have to i'll go behind those people who are supporting cause to find out why exactly they are in support for Mm-hmm. and how long they'll keep continue what it takes to take them out of this support and say hey i'm happy coach now you deal with the player and that way you are trying to eliminate the exposure in terms of more disagreements in team and then eventually come down to the player and it can take so that there is a like a harder time for the coaches when such situation happens because now you dealing with multiple players not just one player Dennis allow me to just follow up a little bit on that sure. because yes. sometimes coach you have you've gotten a coach um, a player that was disciplined he's replaced by a player who was on the bench for a long time and he was brought on the team and he excelled Now, how would you handle, handle that situation? Would you bring back the player that is disciplined or the player that you have replaced the disciplined player with? It depends on the coach and team situation and about the team positioning the game. Especially if you look at the soccer related, once the player is disciplined and if you see the bench player is doing a really good job, I will say most of the coaches are not concerned about the discipline player to bring back in a quick time. Same thing with the basketball, same thing you look at the football. I'm talking American football. They all follow the system. The discipline is not something can be fixed with any remedy. It's not something that player did something and you put like 15 minutes on the bench or 30 minutes bench. and they'll fix it. In other words, 
if you want this player, I'm talking the disciplined player who is on the bench, and if you want to treat them right, I will say give them time on the bench for the rest of the season, more time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, if you keep eye on the game and see the other player is doing really well for the team, you don't need to be concerned about it. And the longer the time you give them, means they have more time to think about it. And believe it or not, the disciplined player who really wants to come back, they are coming much stronger. Depends on how much time they are taking on the bench. Because they don't like the bench. (laughs) Thank you, Coach. All right. Thank you, Leon, for that. Um, Coach, can you read a player's posture, the manner or type of dress wear as indicative of likely attitude or typical of behavior? It is. That's called a body language. The one uh, first uh, indication you can see it's definitely how they behave. Means they are actually uh, the mental status. For example, when you see someone, if they are enjoying fun and they are happy, means they are either smiling or laughing. Simple example. They're having fun. That's why they are laughing. If someone is in a sadness, they are sad. Same thing in a sport. Their mood their emotion is automatically comes into a physical posture we call the body language, where how they behave, how they act, or how they are responding to their teammates, or how they are in a part of the game. All sort of things you can definitely judge based on your experience and expertise, whether this player is with you 100% or having some issues and not able to tell you. And the same thing, if you look at it, the frustrated player or player who is losing their mind or confidence, you can definitely see right from the body language. All right. So, in a match situation then, what would you do or what should a player do when confronted by heckling and insults from the spectators or on-field opponents? Well, this is uh, not something impacting your team or related to the action. Now, when you say he has uh, some interaction with the fans, this is a completely non-action related item to me in a team sport. Means this is kind of something happened. His teammate did not do anything. Team did not do anything. Nothing he has, whatever you as activated by the game situation. The most likely it's the act of the fans. Either they have done something physically, like throwing objects or something, and in most cases they usually talk about something nonsense, let's say, to trigger the player's head, right? So in this situation, I will say discipline doesn't fit because it's not the player's fault. We all being as a human being, this thing can happen, and everyone has a, some sort of limit to tolerate this situation. So if that's the incident, we had it a couple of times, and I have not seen in any major sport that they have been discipline. 
But looking at our NBI, some of our games in here, if you are getting into the fans, if you're leaving the field to go in the fans area, which is of the field, we call it, all can be disturbing. And it can harm you. You may be penalized for it. Because as a player, they are not allowed to go against the fans directly. Because in that situation, it's a very thin line where the player can get upset or fan can get upset and they can start a physical fight, like throwing punches or pushing each other. And those all can tolerate to the next level. And that is not good for the game. So what is need to be I will not penalize the player. And that is what uh, most of the high school and college sports usually coaches tell the players, not to leave the field. Anything happens, anything comes to you, you suppose not to leave the field. Stay in the field. Tell the officer what they know. If it doesn't stop there, tell the coaches what they know. And the coaches' jobs come here most critical and important. If it is a high school or college level, coach will immediately talk to the AD or ground security or someone to take care of the phone. Because we don't want that situation to escalate to the next level. And when the player is getting distracted, not just distracted, now they are getting into the frustration. And that can spoil both ways. It can uh, uh, create a mess where the game can be stopped or may be stopped for a while. And it's not a good thing for anyone. Another way, if you look at the off-the-field side, one fan is creating the trouble for you or maybe group of fans is creating trouble. Why you want to stop the game for an entire crowd, which is all over the ground? So there is a way to handle, but coming straight to your point, I will say this is the off-the-field matter and the players will not be penalized. All right. Thank you, Coach. Uh, Leon, if you're listening yes. here, I think we've yes. lost. I'm here. Lost. Are you hearing me? Yes, I am. We've lost Virgil, so maybe you can try to reach I'm him. I'm trying, yes. But let me All try right. and get in this question here before it, it go by me. Because right. speaking, uh, Coach, what is the most effective way from your experience that you that will prove or will remedy a situation of one who was disciplined what is the most effective way that you have found out over your your history of being a coach what do you feel more effective you mean you mean are you trying to say what the coach will do or are you looking at... No, no uh, I, I'm looking at the fact. Well, listen, I discipline this guy. Now, okay. the purpose of disciplining him is to... Because you want every member of the team to be on the same playbook, right? And you... But this guy is going contrary to what you think would, were the plans of the team. But he consistently do it. How do you, as a coach... What kind of a discipline you use? What what method would you use to uh, at least self solve the problem? That's a great question. I love it. Mm. I will say, if you are coaching this team, 
And if you see a first offense, let's say, right? If mm-hmm. it is a first offense, then you have a little bit work to do. Number one, in my opinion, or if I have to do is, I will give this player enough time to think on his own. This is the bad mm-hmm. time. No need to talk. Because if you are a coach and if you try to talk with this player in that particular moment, it will create arguments and disagreements, which is dragged into a some sort of disagreement for sure. Either side is not getting along kind of situation. If it is the middle of the game, I will not start this conversation or communication because I have my other 10 players playing, and I have a few bench players which I can rotate and go for it, especially in soccer. Number two, the most important thing experienced and expert coaches is looking to is the player's ability and potential. We call it the coachable player. If the coachable player is out there and have made a mistake and it is penalized, then I will say it's a time. Give them some time to think on their own. And believe it or not, it's all about self-decision-making process. Once the player realizes that the person has made a mistake, the player must come to a conclusion. This was my fault. This one, what I did was wrong. Or I did not follow coach or my team. And that is what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. this is a self-convinced part of this uh, option is the best thing. You have to wait this moment. It may be two minutes. It may be a little bit longer. Hard punishment doesn't help anything. So it's opportunity. Number two, when the thing's going well, you must read the body language of this player who's just being to the play. The body language skills, whether they are getting emotional because of this penalty situation and getting into a attitude issue, we call it and trying to become a frustrated, anger, throwing objects, talking with a different tone or high tone with the other players, walking away from the bank. Now, these are the behaviors you have to look into. Because the good player will not do it. It takes time. Everyone has a reason to go mad. Everyone has a reason to be emotional situation. Everyone has a right to change their mood, but to make sure that it does not create a problem for players as well as teammates, as well as teams, and most important is the game. When this happens, the most likely problems can be solved. Number three is another option. You let it go for the rest of the game. You don't need to bring back this discipline player into the game. Let it go. We have other players on the bank who can do the job may not be the same job or better job than your player who is disciplined, but at least you have options. And you don't need to be too loose or flat in this discipline process. You must be a tough. The reason for that, if you really want to teach the player, you must treat. And after a time, you start communication, the clear communication. What happened? What's going on? Why we are? I'm outside the field. You are outside the field. You're supposed to be inside. But there is a reason behind it. 
and try to convince that these are not the right thing to do. So it's a, like a, depends on how you deal with the player. Sometimes you see the player is like become mad dog. That's it. He just came out of the field, start throwing things here and there, and he is uh, just trying to start blaming other people, talking loud and screaming at others. Now these things you don't want to jump into to do anything. Let it go and try to keep this player away from the environment. Eventually, the good players go in a corner, take their own position, and come down on their own way. It is impossible when they are in a high tone, high temperature, highly frustrated. It's not something you can do at this point. So the coaches has a different skills and tools to deal with this situation. And uh, most likely depends on the age. If it is a younger age, we have to be a little bit soft and flat in discipline matters because these are the learning process. But when you more go up at the higher level or mature level, yes, discipline needs to be done. And just to and just to follow up there a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. normally sometimes when you have a player that is consistently disrupting and requires discipline, would it be more sometimes a better process to have a disciplinary committee handle the matter rather than the coach himself? Yes, that is what it goes to these investigation committees and review committees, especially in cricket. They sometimes bring a temporary panel or a small committee to oversee this situation because uh, it is the two-side problem. Let's say if it is uh, not a game-related or action-related problem, if something is happening between player and coach, and... uh, this may be on field, off the field, or something not related to this. So in this sense, you can't give a full authority to coach because he is on the one side of this issue. And that is the reason we need to have the third party to get into to understand what's going on, right? And then we can look into. I mean, if you look at a lot of sports, especially when there is a conflict of interest involved, or I will say work ethics being violated, so being uh, unfair and uh, biased, which is normally a case in a lot of youth sports when you have parent coaches or someone, a uh, loved one is playing and mom or dad has uh, some sort of authority position in uh, that uh, game administration or management. And in this situation, it, it, it's uh, better to have the third eye to look into and decide what needs to be done because you cannot give it to the player and coach or the administrator. It needs to be someone from outside and come out and say, hey, we reviewed it, we listened both sides, we realized what's going on, we also review the game process, protocol, conflict of interest, ethics, procedures, whatever we have, and then they need to come out with a conclusion. It may be the coach is at the fall. And in that sense, mm-hmm. they have to talk with the coach and communicate what needs to be done and what they can do uh, preventing in future. 
and from that particular moment how they need to get going with the player because of the coach's fault if it is a player's fault is a definitely coach has to sideline for some time i would say because he was the part of it which is escalated to this committee or third party solution here and let this third party handle whatever the disciplinary actions they need to and then try to slowly get back to normality but then what you have to remember and understand what happened why it happened and what we understand in the sense we are not keeping on the top of our head to penalize all the time give them the chance if it is a youth they might change they might come back different way and the true thing is like you have to judge the situation get the assessment how serious this incident is in terms of the relation in terms of the communication in terms of the action and scene and you have to make wise decisions based on your assessment George, um Dennis I think yes. you have uh, oddly on now so okay <laughs> good evening to you oddly are you um you know welcome back to another edition you have any question for coach at the moment uh no good evening to you all no okay good evening all right okay we're still waiting for Virgil Leon okay coach, yes it is let me um, follow up with uh, temperament this is a term that is often used to describe moderation in say eating and drinking but how is temperament related to cricket or other sports the most of the thing is temperament is uh, most likely a time and skill both means uh, in terms of the time how quickly they are reacting to certain things and if they do what level now we are looking at the altitude sometimes it's a soft light sometimes it's heavy uh, the easiest way to say is like when someone loses temperament it usually definitely derails a lot of things whatever is going on in that particular moment the temperament is belongs to the players or any human i would say that includes coach assistant coach and everything and that is the most important factor that the coaching world is serious about is how we can control that temperament and limit them from escalating the normal levels the temperament can change for many reasons but the good players always try to maintain the level we cannot say that the coolest person on this planet will never get angry but there are some get anger in like 3 seconds 5 seconds some might take suddenly so there is a limit we call it and that is controlled by the temper okay coach all right um let's if if a player has an excitable temperament coach is that a factor good or bad for the outcome of a match It's, uh, 
me just talk about it. Temperament is there in every human. It's a time and what level, at what point, or in what situation the player gets into emotional or change mood and becomes mentally either unstable or momentarily in emotion getting excited and doing something or frustrated doing something. And because of that, it becomes very important to contain the temperament. Whatever the level is, whatever the time is, if we know how to do it. And that is where the team environment comes. When we see a player get upset, we have seen in team sports their teammates or maybe the close friend who is playing with them. They are come close to and they try to calm them down or asking them for a help, whatever they need. So usually in the sport, in early stage of coaching, you usually tell if something going on in your head. The best way is get them out. Talk to your teammates, talk to your friends, talk to the coach. And that is the point you feel a little bit relief instead of you still thinking your own way and think like you're going to have a solution. No. You have to change the mood. And there's only a way to change the mood is talk it out. Let's let it go. Don't get into the frustration. Discuss with somebody who thinks or who are comfortable with it. And that may have a solution or some suggestion to get back to normality. Let me see, we have have Virgil with us. I don't know if he... You want to try him and see? Yes, let's see. Virgil? Yeah, good afternoon to all the panelists and good afternoon to all the listeners all over the world. I don't want to cut you, but I'm just watching um, Barbados win the finals, man, which is real nice. Okay. Thank you, Virgil. (laughs) All right, let's go back to Coach. Coach, this is like the wrap-up question for you. Can you name one professional player whom you would describe as a disciplined player? Again, there's a lot of factors or criteria, we call it. You can come this player in discipline section, right? Like timing, performance, behaving, their attitude, their mentality, their mindset, their temperament and how they get into the emotional, these are all those factors. But if you look at it, there are few outstanding players out there in cricket where they maintain this level of temperament. The key players like MS Dhoni, you can take uh, Sachin Kandulkar, Raul Zavid, if I had to look into the it can be the Brian Lara and Sunara and Chandrapal. These are the two examples. What I see, in my opinion, I'm not trying to uh, criticize anyone else, but this couple of players has a uh, more key ingredient to stay calm 
and be a good sportsman and do whatever it takes to eliminate or prevent the crisis or some issues which may cause because of the temper let's say this way and at the same time if you have performance there are plenty of players forget about what they do when they are in a field forget about what they do when they get emotional but they are the performers and they do care what they do and that means they are in a full control i will say one example is virat kohli it's absolutely awesome you can see his uh, uh, mood changes he does get emotional very quickly he does talk his teammates but when it comes to time he knows what he needs to do and then he gets the beauty there are few players out there investing this too including some ballers especially like the holding i still uh, remember the malcolm marshall these are the people don't get into the temperament situation the reason behind it the most important part is instead of getting in temperament and losing your behavior or attitude and get into a trouble or create a trouble or ignite a trouble these are the players take a different route or approach it is called let's accept whatever they want to do it they will prove it what they are capable to do and that's all it takes you know the one of the beautiful question here i can tell you one of the good uh, example i love this cutly ambrose he was the objector for a wristband in australia what did he do there was the one of the best spell he put in his life he mm-hmm. took six wickets right It's yeah, like, yeah. Then Sachin Tendulkar, I believe it was the 2002 World Cup. This, uh, I think, South Africa or Kenyan baller said something to him because he was uh, out quickly in that game. And look at the next game. He put on century without talking anything. So there's a good thing is about to control your temperament and see how capable you are in let the action speak whether you are a batsman or bowler let the action speak thank you so much coach once again we've come to the end of our uh, time so i want to thank you coach for your insights your knowledge and experience we invite you to join again next week at the same time right here on the cricket show there is no doubt that coach patel have answers to the questions that you have been asking the question that says how did he do that or why did he do that maybe you will be saying i am going to do that next time thank you so much coach and we look forward to having you back with us again next week same thank time you same all. place all right thank Good you night. so much coach. and thank you dennis and thank you coach now brother oddly we are in the uh, walter henry birthday hour so let's turn this over to you Okay, I'm ready. Just give us a little more of the music. Just give us a little more of the music.
playing golf. Um, he's been playing for a long time. He was born 1925. He left us 2016. When he died, he was the richest golfer still because of endorsement. Arnold Palmer. Okay, other birthdays we have TV host Bill O'Reilly, the factor. You know the factor, Bill O'Reilly. Yes, Bill O'Reilly um, turns uh, 74 today. He's 74 today. Uh, Puerto Rican singer, Jose Feliciano, Venice Navidad. You all remember that one, Venice Navidad. We should be singing it as a matter of fact. Jose Feliciano, yeah, he is 78 today. After Kate Burton, or actually Kate Burton from Scandal, 66. Uh, contemporary gospel singer, Sarah Groves, she's 51 today. Uh, Mr. Roger Menes, um, he was the uh, record he ha- held a record for a long time in Major League Baseball, hitting some 61 uh, home runs in the series until it was broken. Um, we remember with um, Mark McGuire and Sammy Soto when they had this duel. And, of course, American athlete Jim Hines, also, Jim Hines. Yes, he celebrates the birthday today. Misty Copeland, who is she's a dancer, first African-American dancer, to dance in the American Ballet Theater. Yes, indeed, she is. And I think that's what we have where the celebrity... Oh, Randy Johnson, Yankee pitcher, giant of a guy, 6'10". Yeah, he is a Hall of Famer when it comes to Major League Baseball. And um, he turns 60 today. All right, cricket. Uh, Manish Pandey from India. Jaden Seals out of Trinidad and Tobago. Owen Morgan from England. Assad Ali from Bulgaria. Mohammed Akram from Pakistan. And Mir Hazam, an umpire out of Pakistan as well. Henning Daisy from Oman. Belinda Clark, who held the world record for the highest score in ODI. For a long time, when she made 227 uh, against Denmark back in 1997, but it has still been it has since been broken by um, little Miss Carr out there from New Zealand. And we have Nicola Carey also from Australia. Nicola Payne from New Zealand. Jonathan Sabanga from Uganda. Charlie Locke from Zimbabwe. Lockhart Tucker out of Ireland, and Nasser Jamali, for, uh, Jamar, Jamali yeah, from the United States. For the 11th, now let us remember, remember tomorrow is September 11, 911. And believe it or not, it will be 22 years. And do you remember what you're doing when the news came? Were you shocked? And uh, I, I tell you. Okay, so um, we come back to that. Um, Cardinal's son, I think he was born or he died. I'm, I'm to clear that up, um, you know, yeah. on the 11th of September. And um, he, I'll, I'll get that cleared up with Cardinal. Mr. Francis had a brother that died on the 11th of September. So he has his 9-11. Um, Chris Gale made his debut uh, versus India back in 1999 on 9-11. And um, Jack Tripper, remember Jack Tripper from Tree's Company, with Mr. Furley, yeah, Jack Tripper, he, he died 2003, and I can't 
imagine it's been 20 years. I'm really getting old. I mean, I remember when the news came and we're saying, Jack died? It's been 20 years. Wow. The time just went by like that. Uh, Toots Hibbert from out of Jamaica, Mr. Sweet and Dandy, Mr. Festival himself. Toots Hibbert, um, he died um, with, with three years, 2020, he died, so it will be three years tomorrow. Peter Tosh, who can forget Peter Tosh, uh, when he was killed by Dennis Laban, along with Free Eye, uh, Jamaican disc jockey, we knew him for a long time as Jeff Dixon, but he changed his name, he changed his name to Free Eye Rasai, a holy for something, then Kapari Eye. <laughs> but uh, same person. Um, he, he was killed in, in the same incident when they were murdered at Peter's house and uh, another brother, they call him Doc. They were all killed at 9-11. Sad news. All right, so back to cricket. Derek Seeley, out of Barbados, the youngest cricketer ever to play for the West Indies. He was 17 years and 122 days. And at the time when, when he broke that record, he... Uh, Sobers was second, and uh, Sobers came in second, 17 years, 245 days. So he still holds the record. Derek Seeley out of Barbados, and he was a wicked keeper. Oscar De Costa out of Jamaica um, also will share the same birthday. Lala Amanat from India made the first century for India in Test cricket, and he also um, has two sons, uh, Sorinda and Mohindo Amanat, that also represent. India in Test cricket. Malari Karti, and we have two umpires, Verninder Sharma and Veneka Kularani. Those two umpires also will be celebrated. Henry Cooper from Australia. Uh, note that I say Australia because you're saying it's the boxer Henry Cooper from England, but it's a cricketer Henry Cooper. And we have Alexis Karzi from out of the Netherlands. Then we have Darren Ramsamy and Durant suffering from out of Canada. Okay, for September 12th, Sir Wesley Hall, yes, he will be celebrating um, his 86th birthday, Sir Wesley Hall, come the 12th. Anata Sharma, a female cricketer from out of India, Wakar Hassan and Rahat Ali from Pakistan, Natal Bicknell and Max Walker from Australia, L. Anderson Markram, Richard Snell out of South Africa, Dean Kotze from the Netherlands, no, from Namibia, sorry. And um, we have Sheehan Jai Syria out of Sri Lanka, and Anna Patterson from New Zealand. For the 13th, we have Ryan Hurley from Barbados, Dan Van Pagan from Jamaica, England, Percy Jones also play, plays rugby for England. Robin Smith and Arthur Mitchell, Shane Warren from Australia, Craig McMillan from New Zealand, Cecil Marshall from the West Indies. Um, he plays for Canada, but he was born in Trinidad and Tobago. And um, Barry McCarthy for, from Ireland. For the 14th of September, we have Mark Hall from the gospel group Casting Crowns. How to get some of the um, Casting Crown music, very good contemporary gospel music. Uh, when it comes to cricket, we have Emir Richardson from Ireland, Dave Smith, Jeff Numblet, Cecil Langley, Kepsa Whistles, 
um, and, and he, he, he represents both Australia and South Africa, but um, in the capacity as an Australian now. Um, Patrick, Patrick Gustard out of Jamaica, who is an umpire. Uh, we have Herbie Wade, Robert Harvey from South Africa, Jeff Crow, Brandon Bracewell, and Nicola Brown, all from New Zealand, Charles Marriott, and Paul Allett from England, Amir Sohil, Amin Anwar, which is a female cricketer out of Pakistan, Robin Smith, that was born in Trinidad, Rabinda Robin Smith, but he represents I played cricket for India, one test match and 136 ODIs. And we have Sira Kumar Yadav, number one in T20 cricket right now, the batsman, Sira Kumar Yadav. He also celebrate, will be celebrating on the 14th. And Michael Rippon from South Africa and the Netherlands represent both countries. For the 15th, we have Daddy Frank, Daddy Brown, Daddy Franklin Brown. Yes, mm-hmm. we know Dana and Ivor and, you know, those people, um, relatives and, I mean, nephews and daughters and everybody. It's a big celebration. This one, we just have to say big up to Daddy Brown over there in Nevis. And they'll be having a big thing. At least I think it, it got started already. You know, knowing Ivor is not going to be just one day. It's going to be a continuous thing. All right, so Daddy Brown, when it comes... 15th happy birthday to you we're sending it right now uh yeah hope you'll have a wonderful 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 birthday when it comes um so we have cricket now we have patrick pattison patrick rambo pattison out of jamaica michael joy Carew from trinidad and tobago and um um leverage the reverend renard revelage out of jamaica special piper philip parker lee and John Maguire from Australia, Richard Webb, Nathan Astell, and Emily Durham from um, New Zealand, Abdul Qadir, Magnificent, out of, Bar- out of Pakistan, Mike Proctor from South Africa, uh, Steve Watkins from England, Said Wizar Ali from India. And then finally on Statute Day, we have Dick Young, from England, along with Mickey Stewart, he also played soccer for England. Uh, Robert Graham and David Richardson from South Africa. John Tremble, Roger Woolery, um, and uh, Nordy Meadows. Uh, he's a sports writer, uh, all from Australia. Barrington Brown, out of Guyana. And then we have Gavin Hamilton from Scotland. Cornelius Harvey from Canada. Susie Bates out of New Zealand, and uh, Pamela Blatt, female cricketer out of India. That's what we have here, Lynn, um, Leon, back to you. Okay, good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Orly. Uh, let, me, let me go first with my, my birthday um, situation because I, I got one of the best um, birthdays I've ever had. Apart from being, when I got married, this was perhaps the greatest day in my life. I got the shock of my life, my daughter. First of all, she invited me to accompany her um, in Orlando. To she was doing a course, and she wanted me to come. So she, you know, paid for me, put me up in a in a Hyatt region hotel, and it was exceedingly uh, great. 
And most of all, I, I went to Bahama Breeze. And go, guys, I recommend this. The painkiller is, is a drink. He's not too alcoholic. He's not too too soft, but he's just just a mild drink. And if, if that were not enough, well, my, my I met some of my relatives and friends there. They came to see me and invited me over for at least we, we took them out to dinner the first night. And then the second night, they invited me over to get some of the real antique cooking oddly. Some fish and kunk, you call it a fungi, and that went down well. Yeah. And when I le- we the, the conference was over, we had a wonderful time. I came home. To my surprise, my daughter said to me, you got to put on your clothes, right? i got to take you out. They took me to a resort area, an island off the coast of Florida. Okay. And... Um, we went down there and spent, to my surprise, when I opened the door, all my relatives were there. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> and I had a wonderful, wonderful time. And um, that made me happy, and I am so appreciative of, of that. I met two of my nieces. Uh, a niece and a nephew, which I want to point out to you folks, Brianna Mears. She was, she has just graduated with her master's, and she has been accepted to work with the federal government. So she was just on her way home, and then in a few days' time she'll be going over to take up her new appointment. So I'm so proud of her because I hadn't seen her since my my son's death, and I was glad to see her again. Then I learned out I have a young young nephew or great nephew his mother is my niece and he is aiden francis and he had a birthday two days before me or a day before me as a matter of fact a day before me aiden francis aiden francis and he is a truck star at least in the making he runs all the distance at least the 100 the 200 the 400 and the 800. So I just hope that he will come out to be something good. So it was such an awesome time to meet them, and I was so glad because I had hugs and kisses and love. My daughter decorated the place nicely. I said, happy birthday, and I have pictures in galore, which I'll post on. But it was so, so, so great a feeling, uh, experience, you know, and uh, you know the the resort is uh, St. George's Island, just off the coast, the tip of the Mexico, and you see Mexico, and the sand was just like if it were in Antigua or in the islands, and when you, you the Airbnb that was rented was, you could hear the the um, splash of the the water coming into the. It, all night, and I saw one of the most beautiful sight of the moon setting and rising. And I was so good. So I'm glad to be alive, and thank, I, I thank them, especially my daughter, Josette, and my other daughter, Leslie, my niece, Joan Mears, and, of course, Fiol. They were all there for night. She was there and all the others. My grandson was there. He had to work, but he came. 
and we had a wonderful time. It was a joy and pleasure to be alive at this time, and I, I'm grateful. I don't think I'll have another one like that, but it is such a joy and happiness, a great feeling to be among your relatives, and and and, and best wishes for, uh, coming over from all over. Even even Hyacinth was didn't go to sleep until she sent me one. So thank you all, and thanks everyone. And yes, I mean on Saturday. Well, I ever did a number that I can never forget because he had devoted a most uh, real part of his show, a long part of his show, to say pay tribute to me and birthday wishes. So I'm I'm grateful, and I just want to say thanks to everybody who really reached out to me and I get numerous texts and emails and postings were all over. So I'm I'm glad and thankful my church here in Crawfordville and my, ch my former church in in Miami also sent out greetings to me on my birthday. So I was very, very happy. And thanks for the show as well, because Dennis was on the show and he too cheered. And I've gotten calls from Audley and many of the other panelists, and I'm so happy for that. Thank you all so very much. It was a joy, a pleasure, and I really, really feel appreciated. So that's my part. Anyone who wants to come in first, uh, want to call Hyacinth? Hyacinth, do you have anything to say about your birthday and in mind or anything you want to bring out to the panelists? Hyacinth? Hyacinth is not with us. She needs to start drinking coffee instead of tea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, keep her out. <laughs> while, while you try to water, Leon, let's see. Virgil, what yeah. about the birthdays? Virgil? Virgil is not with us either. He's celebrating. Mm -hmm. Donna, are you hey, with us? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was muted. I just want to say, Mr. Francis, happy belated birthday. And I know you say you enjoy it, and I wish you all the best. Many more to come. But I'm glad that your family take you out like that and give you a birthday that you will never forget. So just it's already gone, but keep all that memories until you can't keep it no more. And just yes. enjoy the rest of the days to come. And, Amen. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Tamika, I just want to tell you, wish you a happy birthday today. Wish you all the best. She's in, she's a woman cricketer, but she don't play no more. She used to play um, for a team in New York. They used to come down to Florida, but they doesn't come no more. And she doesn't really play no more. It's a pace bowler. So I just want to wish her all the best on her birthday and many more to come. Thank you, Virgil. Yes. Donna, are you listening? Donna, any birthday? Yes, Donna, Please. I'm here. Yes. Go, go right ahead. Happy birthday. birthday. Yes, it's my dad's birthday on Friday. He's going to be 95 years old. 95. Oh, so I want to send out special greetings to him. My brother Ivor is down there to celebrate with him, and my brother Dr. Roger Brown will be joining as well this week, okay? All right. Thank you, Donna. All right. Donna. All right. Um, let's see. Well, Iacinth, are you back with us yet? Hyacinth is not. No. I think she's Probably she may have to. Okay. May have to. Yes. To um, redial in again. Hyacinth, yes. if you're listening to us, you may want to redial in. Okay. okay. Redial in. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, uh, Leon has done his, uh, I think Ayatin's listening because she looks like she's about to. Leon has said his piece, wonderful birthday, greetings from the rest of us. And okay, Ayatin is back, it looks like. Let's see if she's hearing us. Hello, Hello Ayatin. I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, yes I can hear you quite okay. clear. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, indeed. Yes. I've been Any hearing birthday? you all the time. Oh, well, so we weren't realize. hearing you. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I've got like two great nieces. And uh, one was um, once tomorrow, and the other one mm. is the 13th. Wow. And uh, on the 14th will make a year since my brother passed, my Keith. Keith. It's a year since he's passed. So those mm-hmm. are my. So these two birthdays are his grandchildren of his grandchildren. So, so the 11th and one's the 13th. Give us the name of the two grandnieces. So, sorry, it's not, I said two granddaughters. It's not. One is 11. Her, her name is Amira. Amira Matthew. Mm-hmm. And the other one... And what day um, was it again, her birthday? On the 11th. 11th. Oh, Tomorrow. September. Tomorrow, 9-11. Mm. 9-11. She's nine. She's nine. Yeah, and she's a mirror. And the other one's on the 13th. I'm sorry, he's a boy. He's Elijah. Okay, like my grandson. My gra- no, yeah. my grandson is Elijah. No, he's Elijah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elijah. And, uh, yeah. And on, I think he's 13. And on the 14th, it's a year since my brother passed, Keith Matthew. Keith, that's my good friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's my lot. Okay. That looks like that. Then I have no um, birthdays. Go ahead. No, can, can I just, yeah, can yeah. I just say um, I forget my one of my best friends from since 1987 I met down here. Um, his son, he called me like three days ago and told me his son got knocked down and killed by a truck. Um, his name is, his, his father's name is Lou, F-E-H-E-R, I think it's Pierre. Um, his son name is Louis and he passed away like about three days ago. So I just wanted to say my condolence wow. to my friend Lou to losing his only son. Um, wish him all the best in what he's going through right now. From all of us. Condolences. Yeah, from Hold the cricket show. From the cricket show. Okay, brother Audley, take it away. All right. All right. I remember uh, Mr. Francis made uh, some remarks. Um, I'm, I'll try to paraphrase because I, I think he was saying, like it's stop counting birthdays or it's too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, I, I used after, to say, man. I used to say, I, do, <laughs> I can't remember when I was that age. <laughs> you know, and I'm saying after after this the description that he you know gave the the ball by the, the blow by blow thing you know running commentary, I think he'll, he, he for the rest of the month yes we know that but then he'll have to plan one for, for the eighth of October too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, um, that that was good. That was good. You know, happy birthday, of course, belatedly. Um, we talked already, and you know, so that. I said, you know, it's good when you have families around and, um, you know, from, the, you know, siblings and 
and everybody come in like that. And, you know, the surprise, you know, surprise. And surprise. Mm-hmm. And you live for things like those, you know. So very good, mm-hmm. very good. I'm happy you, 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 you really had a good time and continue as a matter of fact to have a good time. All right, so my, so, so my, my, my birthday, birthday I have is um, my bishop's wife, Esmond Beeson, sister, sister Esmond Beeson, on Friday. She will be celebrating, and also my, um, can I say my, I still say sister-in-law, um, Valerie Campbell, um, my, my, my children's aunt. Um, yeah, she will be celebrating also on the 15th, of, um, that, that is Friday. They'll be celebrating along with, with Daddy, Daddy Brown, of course. And Mr. Francis, one, you know, a, a man was asked, you know, after he was up in age and um, somebody said to him, hey, you, you ought to act your age. The man answered and said, look, how can I ask my age? I've never, I've never been this old before. So, how am I gonna ask? I've never been this old before. <laughs> so, so no. don't let anybody tell you about about age. Just, just, you know, you've not been. <laughs> a strange thing happened to me in church last Sunday. My daughter uh-huh. told them, told them my age. Mm-hmm. And the pastor said to me, "How old are you now?" So I told him, I, I told him a, 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 um, something, give him the answer so he can solve it. How many you can solve if, if I tell you it's 28? I'm <laughs> backwards. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, so that's why I often say, whenever one of you guys say your age, uh, I said, man, I can't remember when I was that young. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for wonderful show. Wrap it up, Audrey, please. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, a little so, song um, for me okay. and the others, all who are yeah, celebrating give, birthdays yeah. oddly. Are you through with your section? Oh, no. Yeah, you want I'm, me to I'm do it after? Myself. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. the song. They want to wrap up afterwards. Yeah, okay. I'm in the Oh, wow. 
Yeah, well, that's how we ended. I did not know oddly that she also sings soca too. She was singing soca. They walked with their jukebox and <laughs> playing some soca. And Fior was very good. Thanks a lot. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call one of your daughters and find out if you're dancing those soca because um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm well, they have me recorded. Well, Ivan had me on a Saturday dancing with my daughters, and I was dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, and I, I'm glad to be alive, man. Many people aren't as old as I am and have left us, so I'm grateful for the time I'm, I have on this earth. Don't know how much longer I'll be here, but I'm enjoying it to the max. Right. So, so what I was about to um, say, you know, because I know if you dance so so, because you came back from that birthday celebration on a crutch, or two crutches. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. Indeed. All right. So. Okay. Yeah, take it away. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary, our extended version, of course. Join us next week, just about 7 o'clock in the evening, when we'll do it all over again, the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Back to you, gentlemen. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Um, Go ahead. We Take are, it off. We are pleased to announce a new uh, structure, a new addition to the cricket shows. And today we are happy to announce Focus on the Law and the first edition, very first out the door will be presented to us tonight by Hyacinth. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, Ty. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are still listening to the cricket show. Mm-hmm. My name is Hyacinth Christian. My name this evening is to the cricket show is normally to inform, to educate, and entertain. And today we are touching on the laws of cricket, with our main focus being the spirit of the law. So, spirit of the law. The term spirit of the game is most important in cricket and therefore it is important to remember that the spirit of the game embodies all the laws of cricket. All players and officials involved in the game have a duty and responsibility to remember the importance spirit of the game. All have responsibility to ensure that the spirit of fair play rests with each one. However, there are laws that place the responsibility of fair play in the hands of the match captains. Is the responsibility of the captain to always foster the spirit of the game by ensuring fair play. Spirit of the game requires players to accept the law of the game without criticizing by words or actions the decisions of an umpire. According to the laws, 
The umpires judge fair and on fair plays, and they are required to take actions to provide time wasting, damage to the pitch, dangerous bowling, ball tampering, and the other actions that may result in unfair play. It is in the spirit of the game to respect your opposing players, the umpires, the long tradition and local customs of the game. And it includes respect for your own captain and teammates. The spirit of the game requires players to accept the umpire's decision, not use abusive or swear words at any player or officials. Cheating, ball tampering, and appealing for decisions, knowing clearly that the batter is not out. This is against the spirit of the game. So, is distracting a batter with words or noise. And absolutely, any act of violence or discrimination, regardless of where the act is directed or whether on or off the field, is strictly against the spirit of the game. Everyone involved in the game has a duty and responsibility to always remember the spirit of the game. Well, this is just telling a little bit about some of the laws of cricket focusing on the spirit of the game. Thank you. Thank you so much, Hyacinth, for uh, reminding us, those of us who love the game so much and who play the game as well, of the spirit of the game of cricket is a focus on the laws of cricket which is part of our new addition to the subjects of the cricket show any comments from anyone yes go ahead go, go ahead first hardly because I, I yes, wanted yes. to say a thing or two as well too thank you so much for yes, that yes. go ahead I'm, I'm, I'm saying I have the laws of cricket here and, 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 my, and my app on the phone but after listening to that British accent, I, 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 I'm not going <laughs> to read it from, from, from up again. I'm going to be listening to the laws <laughs> in the British accent. <laughs> Thank you. I think that is great. <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> There's laws, but there is spirit as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes the, the spirit, you know... The, you can sort of, the laws are there, but sometimes the spirit depends on the game you're playing. Yes. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Liam? Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, Hyson. I, I really appreciated your presentation. But just, it has to be borne in mind, folks, that in the 19s, 1900s, two distinguished MCC members, and they were also ex England captains. In Ted Dexter, I'm sure you guys might have heard of De- Ted Dexter. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And Lord Lord Colin Cowdery. I thought he was a knight. Cowdery. CC, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was, he was upgraded. Upgraded. Mm. 
Yeah, it was upgraded, yes, but yes, and they they are the ones who sought to make the the um, the spirit of the games uh, a preamble to the laws, and uh, it is important that they fought, and then eventually in 2000 they added this code to the laws. So they always are pre- any 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 um, laws that have been seen after the 2000 edition of the laws of the game were um, included the, the preamble or the spirit of the game. Yeah. But Heisen, you did a great job. Congratulations. And it set a high mark for others to follow. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I'm laughing, beca- I'm laughing because I said to my daughter, what do I know about cricket? <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought of Dennis and what he normally says like yes. at the end of the, uh, the um, when the coach is finished the coach yeah. but I said, to, I said to a joke but I can do it and I will do it alright alright so I focus on Dennis's words oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it but I can do it mm. and I will do it all right. So Excellent. I went to work. We really appreciated it. Any other comments on the uh, spirit of the game presentation? And I hope Donna's listening next week. She's in the hot seat. <laughs> okay. Any other comments on the spirit? Virgil? 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 Nope. All right. Virgil's gone back to watching cricket again. All right. Yeah, he's still, he's still analyzing the loss. From from Guyana losing that game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead. Somebody has a comment. No, no, no. no, okay. no. I was just thinking today. I was yeah. I was watching cricket and they was having like um, presentation to um, both outstanding um, um, someone watching the, uh, cricket, mm, and mm. then I thought of Virgil with all his paraphernalia. <laughs> it might be him. <laughs> but no, he wasn't in Guyana. He wasn't right. in, where are they playing? Trinidad. They They're playing in Trinidad, yes. No. Trinidad, mm-hmm. Trinidad. So mm-hmm. I thought, no, it's not Virgil. <laughs> so, oh. so he Virgil, might get that at one day. Your reputation precedes you, Virgil. Did you hear that? <laughs> no? All right. Yeah. Well, somehow, you know what? Uh, Leon Bird, we've just lost Virgil. He just dropped out of sight. Oh, and you'll okay. see if you can oh, yes, find him back. back. Oh, yes, he's yeah. in, the, in the meantime, we'll uh, continue with uh, the rest of the program. And at the top of the list, we have um, an obituary, which is the um, CWI Cricket West Indies Pace tribute to former West Indies players Peter Lashley and Tony White. And the Cricket West Indies today, meaning on September the 7th, paid tribute can to you hear me Patrick. Now? Yes, we can hear you now. Yeah, look, um, I, sorry, I don't want to cut you, but what happened? I don't know what run, went wrong, but I can hear you, but nobody could hear me. Yeah. Oh. So I was oh. sending them back. Yes, yeah. so I'm sorry, but I don't know what went wrong, but it normally okay. happened on my phone. All right, Thank good. You. Thanks. Anyway, we got you back, and we were asking at the time if you had any comment on the spirit of the game presentation from uh, from uh, Hyacinth. No, I was, I'm going to say like, oh, man. Um, probably I'm going to say something, Hyacinth. If it was 
my age, I would have just married you just for the accent. Do you have your umbrella? Do you have your umbrella? There you go. I was not in I was not in Trinidad. But oh, next time, okay. next time, next time you might see me. Next time I see, mm-hmm. I hope I can be down there next time when they play the CPL. You never know. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. So back to our tribute to former West Indies players Peter Lashley and Tony White. Cricket West Indies paid tribute to Lashley and White, former West Indies and Barbados player who passed away recently. Lashley, a stylish left-handed batsman batter, made his Test debut in the famous Tide Test against Australia at the Gabba in Brisbane in December 1960. He played four test matches with his final one against England at Headingley in 1966. Lashley's first class career spanned almost 20 years where he played 85 matches scoring 4,932 runs including a top score of 204. Following his retirement from the game, Lashley served in many roles as an administrator in Barbados. He was a national selector, coach, and member of the board of management of the Barbados Cricket Association. While he was an attacking middle-order batter and bowled medium pace as well as off-spin. He toured England in 1963 and played two test matches. White, my apologies, that should have read... Tony White. He was an attractive, attacking middle-order batter and bowled medium pace as well as off-spin. He toured England in 1963 and later played two test matches against Australia in 1965. He top-scored with 57 not out on debut at Sabina Park to help West Indies to victory. His first-class record includes 31 appearances with just under 1,000 runs and 95 wickets. So that was the tribute to Tony White and Peter Lashley from Cricket West Indies. Uh, any comments, reminders from the panel on these two gentlemen? Uh, let uh, me come in on that one. Um, go ahead. Say Peter Lashley mm-hmm. was one of the uh, a part of the puzzle. Uh, when the West Indies were looking for an opening batsman to accomplish Conrad Hunt. Uh, remember, Ethan Morris was among those, and, you know, other guys, like just like the time um, when Alistair Cook, now Sir Alistair Cook, you know, was a dominant opener for England, and you have some 12 other batsmen or batter trying to fill the gap to become his permanent partner. But, um, yes, yeah, so Lashley fell into that category, and... Um, he is one of those. That, well, I think he was a left-handed batter, right? Left, yes, yeah, lefty. Yes, yeah. He, he, yeah, he was. Um, when they say Peter Lashley, always, always remind me also of a guy named Roy Branca, was you know real solid. And um, as it turns out, um, he did not have a very long um, Test career, but he played four Test matches, and he, of course, among the immortals, the fact that he. Uh, um, Oh, Tony White was Tony. Who was he? The one that was involved in the Titus, Peter Lashley as well. Peter Lashley. I think won. Peter might have been in the, the Titus. Oh, okay, but um, he yeah, he, 19... he, he played. 
It's in Brisbane in, 19, in 1960. 65. So was, yeah. Yeah, so, 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 so he... That's, so that's he, around the time that the tight test took place, right? Yeah, around 60, yeah. 61. Mm-hmm. So he might have been... Yeah, so... Yeah, so, so he, he a distinct, was a distinguished gentleman, and the fact that um, you know he, he stayed around, he, he made a lot of runs in in the in the Caribbean um, tournaments and stuff like that. So all yeah. you have to say is uh, may his soul rest in peace. He peace. Uh, and uh, his family. We send condolences to his family as well. Yes, indeed. You know, as a left-hander, Dennis, I always mm-hmm. follow the exploits of um, Peter Lashley. You know. And I used to be a lefty myself, so oh. they're great players out of Barbados. And, of course, I think he he was one who, I think he hit a six of the first ball he received. I'm not too sure, but I think I heard something like that. But he made some 4,932 runs in his first-class runs, and um, he played some 85 matches. He didn't play a lot of test matches, though, but he Just was... Four. Just four. Yeah, Just four, four test matches round about it, yes. Yeah, but, but, but he he's was, one uh, of the 320 that uh, I spoke about this evening <laughs> that represent West Indies in test match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to represent West Indies in test match when you had so much, so many great yeah, yes. players around that era, you know, is a tribute, you know, because they wouldn't look outside of Barbados and the other three big big countries, kind of right, that and right. Jamaica. And Jamaica. So to true. make... Yeah, to make the Western side, it was a, a great achievement. And we just say, may his soul rest in eternal peace. And we, he's gone to a better place, they say. We no, no one has ever come back and tell us how the other side looks, but people keep saying he's gone to a better place. I know for sure there's going, no, there will be no more pain, no more sorrow, and there will be many laughter and joy and happiness. And Probably they might be saying Let's to me. Let's put it this way. The wheat and the tears stay together until the day of harvest. The Lord. The Lord Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Coach, um, any comments there for us on either of these two deceased gentle cricketers? No, I'm not uh, aware of these two gentlemen. Oh, I'm no, just okay. reading. Then I mm-hmm. please uh, read that news. And that's mm-hmm. all the information I know. You know, they spoke mm-hmm. about it. So okay. nothing much to add. All right. Well, let's pause and welcome uh, Simon. Simon, come in. Good evening good and evening welcome back. Good evening to you, President. Yes, Leon, good evening. And good evening to you, Dennis, Audley, Donna, Murtrice, Virgil, Mr. Patel. Jetna, if you're listening, if you're back, Ivor, Mr. McKenzie, and all our wonderful listeners all over the world, have a wonderful, wonderful week, all, and be safe. And I can't forget my good friend Virgil, my neighbor. Hey, did okay. he bring any mangoes this year? But so happened in the, our neighborhood, about, um, I'd say, about four or five houses south of us, they had so many mangoes, and they just fell every morning. We went walking, we picked them up, and the man said, take as many as you want, we don't eat them. Well, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that had to be an, an American. 
That had to yeah. be an American because you know, <laughs> no, the mango tree, the mango tree didn't bear this year, which was. But I, 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 I'm in the process of cutting it down because it's doing damage to my sewage line. So, oh, oh sorry to hear that. Think that from your neighbor. Yes, oh, we had a, about four or five houses south of us. He bears so oh, many good. mangoes every morning. The tree under the tree is covered, and you have to get there early before the squirrels get to them. Because the squirrels want the fresh ones. They don't want the stale ones on the ground. The fresh ones that just fall. A basket every morning. And what Norma does, she peels them and she puts them in the freezer. All right. That's good. Okay. Simon, are you... Mr. Patel, still online? Yes, he is. Go ahead. Oh, Mr. Patel, I just want to tell you... um. Congratulations on your granddaughter. She did wonderful in the CPL down here. Whether it's your granddaughter, yes or no, she have your last name. So she did wonderful. <laughs> I think she get nine wickets. So we can all celebrate that. All right. <laughs> and Churchill, for your for your information, Mr. Patel had a had, had a team. With every one of the team had his surname. Well, that's what I know. One to eleven. Had his surname, so I have to give you the credit for that. So, but she did, she did good, man. She did good. You, you have to make Actually, sure it's 19, Patel 19 and not years Patelina old? because there's a difference of fans. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you have to make sure that yeah, it's, yeah, Patel and your Patel. Okay. close enough. My, just one word different because my name is V E R and my son is V I. We pronounce the same thing, so. Even mm-hmm. even it, it a little word, out, it's, still, it's still the same thing. It's still family. All right. All right. <laughs> Simon, do you have a question ready for us? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All right. You're, you're ready for us with your question? Quite ready, yes. Hold on, please, there. Quite ready with question in hand. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, question for tonight. And tonight is the 10th of um, October. Uh, in October already. I'm thinking about Christmas already. (laughs) 10th of September, gentlemen and ladies. Okay, question for the night is, which country holds the record for the highest number of runs scored in an inning in test? This is test now. Which country? And second part of that question how many runs did that country score? Okay. I'm guessing England, 11.27. This is in a test now. We're talking about test. I said, years ago, they used to play play test matches over over a number of days. So they never limit them to five days. So I'm just guessing, 11.27. They okay. were called timeless tests, timeless yeah. matches. Yeah, time, yeah. And, yeah, and say England too. And say England. I'm just guessing that. Okay, so, thank uh, you, Thomas. Someone might have the right answer, but that's why we're here to learn from each other. Uh-huh. You know the game so well, and all the listeners and all that they learn from us. Okay, Mr. Patel, you always get the answers. What's your answer? 9.50. Sri Lanka score against India in Colombo, 1997. Wow. We cannot forget as an Indian nightmare. Okay, thank you yes. so much. Thank you so Nine, much. Yeah, 9.52 that, that for 
Yeah, that's why that's why you are coach. Okay. And, and, and let's not the same time. That's yeah, let's hear from Virgil. Virgil. Um, 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 I'm going to say 9.50. I'm going to copy somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was high, but I, 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 I think I remember seeing that game in the board. I couldn't remember nothing about okay. that. 9.50? That's a lot of going. Well, I was saying 8 okay. something, but I'm going to go with the Patel and say 9.50, Richie Lanker. Okay, thank but you so much. But he said 9.52, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. thank you. The nine, now, Mr. 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 Let's hear your answer. Oh, who was that? Let's hear answer, Mr. President. No, I said Leon. I said eleven twenty-seven. Okay, and um, oddly, oddly, I always get the answers. What's your answer, oddly? No, I, I go with Mr. Patel. Um, I remember that's the same match where where um, somebody made uh, triple century. Jawadini or some some. No, Dan Surya. Dan Surya who made forty. Right. And the oh, Mahanama right, right. made 225, and that's a world record partnership yes, of yes. 576. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is, about the ladies? The ladies want to have a crack at it? Ladies want to have a crack at it? No. Okay, Donna. Yeah. Isn't, oh, Donna. No, I, I give I everyone a fair chance. I'm not leaving anyone out. Most everyone has a fair chance to get the answer. What was your No, response? I have no clue, Mr. Okay, thank you so much. Thank Eight. you. And you want to tell us which countries? Um, yes. India. Okay. Sri Lanka versus India. It was against India. Sri Lanka. Okay. No, that's a pussy India. Okay. Any, anyone else, Mr. President? Anybody else? No. Everybody Sorry. else. Is what Give us the answer, Simon. Ready for Simon, the answer? answer. Yeah. Answer for tonight is this comes from the. London book, cricket book, ICC cricket book, my son sent me, and he says here that the, the high scores in a test match, test match, 952 for six declared Sri Lanka versus India. Okay. That's what my book says. No, I didn't write it. No, that's okay. Well, coach has the answer. Well, I was close enough. I said 950. <laughs> okay, all right. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 Yes. For six yes. Ninety ninety seven Colombo Sri Lanka against India. 
Who's going to give me a hard question tonight? Like, like how many players on a team? <laughs> no, okay. Um, who have the most um, triple century? A triple century or double century? Double century, double century. In test cricket. Are you asking about the country or the individual? No, double, double century, double century, double century. Yeah, for the individual or for country? No, who have the most double century in a test match? Individual, Simon. Individual? I'll, yes. I'll have Sachin, Sachin, Tendulkar. Uh, yeah. Nope. I'll have to go with Tendulkar. Nope. I know, I just guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What I'll have to go with Sachin, Tendulkar. Anybody with another suggestion for Simon? No? All right. Simon, yeah. looks like you're hanging dry today. All right. Give us the answer, Virgil, and let's move on. He's from, he's from, where are you from? South Africa? South Africa, you from? What is the name? The all-rounder? All-rounder? No. No, the only man that have an average of, of about 90-something or 100. All right. Um, was that, that was Bradman? We are Bradman. Mm-hmm. Don Bradman yeah. had have 99 points and, uh, something. I think 11, 11, 11 double century, 11, yes. 11, yes. Okay. Right. And the other so one much. under him, the other okay. one under him was Sangakara and then Lara. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Before we move on, let's ask Donna if she can tell us what the current score is in the very, very... Okay, it just started at eight o'clock. The St. Lucia Kings are two without loss. Two without oh. loss. Thank you. Who are they playing against? St. Lucia against the Trinidad The Trinidad and Tobago Night Riders. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. No, no. Because so I am I'm going to be short I'm going to short for St. Lucia. The car I'm closer to the Caribbean than you. The Somebody has a reason in the background there. Don't oh, well, you? maybe you're ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, because no, okay. I'm, close, I'm closer to the Caribbean than you, so the satellite is catching me first. Okay. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. So. Okay, that's good. Now me comes up here, seven without loss. <laughs> right. Thank you. Let's... Let's look at a quick review, perhaps, or comments on the current state of the current men's CPL. Anyone? Leon, you want to? And, well, not- you know, Djokovic just won his 24th Grand Slam. Oh, yes, that's good news. Good news for the young man. Oh. Yes. And right. Coco. He, he beat Medvedev in, in three streets. And Coco, I'm so happy for her. What? She got her first yesterday. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, from one set down. And did England win? And did England win the, the the World Basketball Championship, or they came second? Well, we know the United States didn't win. Yeah, they didn't Which win. for that one. Uh, yeah. Germany, I think, they, they were, came to that one. They were beaten by Germany. They were United yeah, States okay. by Germany. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. And so, you know something. A lot of players, the top class players didn't go. I know. Yeah. 
And uh, what do, can the association do anything about that? You play with uh, the team, you have. Um, can, can I just insert something here? Can I just insert something Somebody has some radio, radio, radio in the background. back. Somebody has a radio in the back. Can you kindly yeah. turn yes. it down? Radio is feeding back. And it's coming right got through. It. Yeah, yeah. Got, got it. Got it. Got it. Let's move on. Yeah, yes, but let, let me say let me say something um something here. Um no no what no Niles was no Niles was Niles was talking about about um the, the NBA winning NBA champions we call it in the world championship. At the same time mm. they were making noise and trying to and trying to uh, beat down no Niles. The the the, the, the world championship in in basketball was going on and the Americans were being trashed and and, mm. and they, they don't mention anything about that. No, who's the world champion? That's how you, de- you, you declare who's champion in individual yes, countries. Yes, yes about mm-hmm. the foolishness about uh, um, NBA world champions. But how That's can you it. classify the world, the, the world series now? The, in that, in, that in, that in um, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> look, Same you, thing. You know, look here, Mr. Francis. If somebody tells tell, uh, a lie long <laughs> enough and everybody just repeat it, afterward you think that it's true. Nobody were, were to ask a question again. There's a success, well, you know, well, and, and it, should have, it, should have, it should have been shut down a long time. It's not World Series because mm, they exactly. against Cuba and all them and, and Puerto Rico and they get beaten. So how you call it World Series? But you know, well, America well, thing that um, is it because mm. because we had somebody had an argument before and they were saying um, when they're playing that series, is I, I think it was New York World or something who was sponsoring it. And that's why they call it the World Series. Oh. It was not about it was not about other country. It was I think who sponsored it so many many years ago or whatever that series, and that's why he called for that. Because I was saying, how can you call something World Series and you're alone playing? But they were saying, I think if you look it up, it tell you something about um. Okay. One thing I'll tell you, Virgil, if anybody, a lot of those people who are saying it right now, they, they think it's the world championship, no sponsorship thing. They say it's the world that championship. Yes. yes. And it shouldn't have that name now. No. Okay. Right. Sports news there. But anyway, how, what about the men's CPL? How is it going? We're now at the almost... What, three quarters of the way through? How is it looking for everybody? Come on, what's your take on the CPL, the men's version? Right now, in two minutes, Virgil. Mm-hmm. Oh, for me, um, yes. everything is going good. But the only thing, the only, yes. I'm watching with Barbados, and like I am keep on saying, and some mm-hmm. people don't want to believe when I say it, it's not just on here. If Cornwall does not perform, it seems like Barbados does not win. Barclays have a game yesterday and still, like, he only made 12 or something like that. And it seems like if he don't pop and make over 30, give them a quick start, it's like nobody has continue and, and, and go along with the game. But uh, I watch, I watch um, the, the Diana and Diana who played today. I can't remember who played today. There's another man team played today. I can't remember what. I mean, all the other games I'm, I'm enjoying. Oh, my all right. So, Audley, what's your quick fake summary of the CPL? Well, for those that have those those that have watched, I, I, I what I'm really impressed with um, a game last night when we were playing in Trinidad, and it was com- a complete redoubt 
in, when you look in the stand, there, there, there may be one or two other colleges you would see there. Everybody yes. is in red. Total support for the red, for the red brigades or whatever they're called. Uh, I tell you, this is this is big time support, and that they want. They they they, they are the the ones that inspire the Trinidad night riders are, are are what you know. And um, yes, there, there are some players who are putting up their hands when it when it when it comes to batting and when it comes to bowling. Some brilliant feeling. Uh, I saw Fabian Allen took a catch um, earlier. Wow. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it was like dying and just ran down, and you know he's left-handed, and it was under his right hand, and you know, on review, you know, it was confirmed that he took the catch. And so we have seen some outstanding catches, some outstanding feeling, and we have seen, of course, some mediocre, you know, feeling uh, on on the other hand. We have seen some individuals that you know show their hand with the bat. And, and some good bowling. So it, it's it's been lukewarm. Um, I'm sorry for the Saint Kitts Navy Patriots. It's like um, they, 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 every time they make a good score, you find they'll make uh, in excess of 200. But the problem is defending it. You know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a problem. And when you look, they have scored a whole lot of runs. Um, when you look at the guys who are, you know, the team that have won other games. But the problem is. They're not defending it. I think they won one game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, one, one game. Yeah, one, one, one game. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. and the, the same thing with Barbados is like, you know, um, they're coming close and sometimes, you know, just giving it away or, or it's been taken from them. They're not giving it away. So overall, I think, I think, yeah. I think they, 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 it's been good. It's been good. I, I like what's mm-hmm. happening. And especially the, the, the final part we're looking forward to in Guyana. And Guyana is crazy. When it comes to cricket. Mm. All right. You know, oh, um, Dennis. Oh, sorry. When ahead, my, my take is that I don't particularly like the way the matches are scheduled. Mm-hmm. For instance, you have Guyana only playing six matches when Sinkit's Navy's Patriots have already played nine. Yes. And so two yeah. Barbados played nine. I don't like, you know, giving these teams so much rest and these other teams are. Explain. You know the reason? I know the reason, yes. but I don't no, like okay. it that way. Okay. I know the reason. They're playing in, in one position, and for financial reasons, they, they play, they make the teams there and play. But I don't think it's fair for the other team that is resting, and then you're playing other teams that are, you know, overplaying them, playing one night and then the next. That is true, because for play today, that, that's play the only thing. But I, I, yeah. I know yeah. they have to do they have to do something. And the other point I want to raise is that when if you not take a note that when the national teams are playing, right, <laughs> the players are going back. The players are going back home to play their national team for the national team. So they hey, I'm gonna go. And when I if if you want me back, I'll come back. So that we are no, to take notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they we have, have to, to go with the team. So, so, the team, other than that, the team mm-hmm. uh, yeah, other than that, some of the games are very exciting, and um, I don't know, but I have to fix some little challenges they have. And and like Audley says, think it's maybe finally one-one. I don't know. I don't know if if they win with Ireland, gave them one, but they won one. They won one. So right. yeah, that's okay. my take. Coach, any comment from you on the men's CPL? 
No, not at this point because it's still ongoing and as we just listen, it's imbalanced. Some team has played more games than the other team. So we can't even say like this is halfway or close to three quarters until everyone has played the same amount of teams. So there is a possibility, but looking at it, it looks like this couple of front runner has a good advantage to take care of the title and especially mm-hmm. Trinidad is uh, my I'm counting on it. They are looking for another championship. Okay. Thank you, coach. Donna, what's your comment on the men's CPR? Well, as I said, um, Guyana is looking good as usual, right? Uh-huh. But I, I don't count Guyana because they love to win things in the start and then when it comes to finals, they, they choke up. I don't know if they're serious this year. I don't know if they're serious this year. Okay. But I'll watch and see what's going to become of the Guyana Amazon Warriors. I think they have been to the finals maybe five or six times. Yeah, dear about. And and fluke up every time in the finals. Mighty. Uh, I must say the Saint Kitts Navy's Patriots finally, as you say, they won a game. And Saint Lucia against the Saint Lucia Kings. I don't know how is it Saint Lucia Kings did not fire up that day. Maybe they were sorry for them and give them a gift. Since we are coming, the lesser the I neighbors. Mean, let me just say. Yeah, neighbors let me give them a gift. Neighbors. Eh? Yeah, let me help them out. Oh, and I was saying, maybe you think if Nevi should have had a, a little more washout game, they would have got more points. Our picks for more local guys, they would do better, right? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. But right. they ain't pick our local guys, so. Oh, thank you, thank you, Donna. Hyacinth, I know okay. you said you've seen, you've seen some of the CPL. You have any comments on what you've seen so far? I was just enjoying the game, actually. And I sort of, um, it's funny because um, I I was listening to the commentator, and when they were talking, I was in the bar. It's Barbados. Um, they were talking about uh, Virgil's favorite player. He says, I oh, don't yeah. mean anything personally, but the way, the way he was feeling wasn't the proper place for him because he, he can't run as fast. <laughs> so I thought of Virgil straight away. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Can, I, can well, I say something to Hyson? He didn't apologize. He said, didn't mean anything personally, but okay. he don't think he was fielding in the right place. May I just say something to Hyson because Hyson, Mr. Cornwall comes from Liberta next to where you guys live. Did you know yeah, that? I don't really know him. <laughs> yeah. He's your neighbor or what? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, but Virgil is very passionate but about, about him. All the game that he play, right? As long as he perform, they win the game. Once he don't perform, the, the next 10 men on that field, batting, cannot take the ship to port. All right. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, the so it doesn't matter what they said about him on the field or what. As long as he perform with his bat, most 90% Barbados win that game. If he doesn't, if he, if he make under 30 runs, Barbados can't, like, they can't go nowhere. 
Thank okay. you, Virgil. Thank you, okay, Heisen. Now, okay. we've, been jo- we've been joined by Jotsna, and uh, when we welcome Jotsna, good evening, Jotsna. I have a question for you once you say your good evening. Oh, my dear. Good morning. Uh, good evening, brother. Okay, thank you. Good morning. Jackson, are you currently at the um, Los Angeles venue for the Cricket of the Americas Women's Knockout Series? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not there, no. no. You're not there, but you are aware of it? I'm aware of it, yes. Yes. And what's the, what's the news that's... What's making the news... In the in this current series being played right now in Los Angeles, what is the significant news being uh, reported out of there? Uh, it's a national. They're playing nationals at the moment to qualify for the, okay. the yeah. women's women's. Uh, they are in America's qualifier. They are in America's qualifier at this point. Right. While we speak, they are five zero. And they still have to play one more time Canada. But okay. most likely, if the disaster doesn't come in that game, USA will qualify for the world qualifier, which is the okay. next step to go for the uh, World Cup. And by the way, the main commentators yeah. for that series is right now Peter De La Pena from US side okay. and our Monali Patel from Canada is the one doing the live commentaries on ICC.tv. Okay. And what's the surprising news coming out of these matches currently being played in Los Angeles? The surprising news is that there is a transgender lady who has been Hmm. accepted into the series. And I just wondered, anyone heard about this situation? And I'm not criticizing. Yes, uh, that's... Yeah, heard about yeah it. Canada's, uh, Canada's opening bats, uh, batter is the one, transgender, first in uh, woman cricket history. Are you saying she, she was born a man? And she was, yes, yes, mm-hmm. she was born a no, man. No, she, no, she, Leon, he was, yeah. he was actually <laughs> a man. Well, he was born oh, okay. a male, and he's, he's now gone trans transgendered into a female and of course he's now been accepted by the Canadian group and of course ICC and he is currently playing as a female Uh, but of course he's had to undergo various tests and ICC and Olympic rules which says that his testosterone level must be under a certain amount to qualify as a female, and he has passed all of those tests, or she now has passed all of those tests and is currently playing in uh, the uh, matches being held in Los Angeles. All right, that's Boy, the... It, it, uh, go ahead. It, it, it is go still ahead. foolish because the bone density and thing what is born as a man is still there. Um, so uh, it's only in America and Canada and those stuff gone. You hear woman of the year was a man who, who turned woman and been crowned woman of the year. Oh, man. Yeah, but in America, I don't know. Oddly, yeah. oddly. Remember, uh, remember, this is mm-hmm. now something that the International Olympic Committee has described and discussed in details, and they do have various rules and no, regulations. I, I, yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking about the thing like, you know, the, 
I, I think it's in Netherlands or one of the, the other day they have the they meet the, the competition and is a is a man who 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 is a transgender is the miss the, the Mr. No, Miss, Miss Netherlands are one of them. I'm not quite sure if it's Netherlands, but one of those. And anything yes. where a man changes himself into a woman, they always go bend over backwards to make sure that they win. Right? Well, and how can you, you have the undercover and, and it's a woman of the year, woman of the year? What an insult to women. But you have to remember, um, oddly, that before, uh, uh, before these transgendered people can actually... Um, call themselves what they are. They have to go through certain vigorous steps. Not, not, and all. not, not wait, all. Wait, wait, not, wait, not wait, 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 wait. They have to satisfy the governing bodies of the sport that they qualify. And once the governing body accept them, I understand your personal views, but the governing body has said they are eligible. So we have to accept that on the face of it and give them uh, due, you know, acceptance. As no, far no, as I, I'm not, I'm not going to accept it. They, they, they do it, but I'll never accept it. I'll never accept it. <laughs> that, I'll okay, never accept it. That's your personal view and we won't go yes, never However, accept it. that's fine. But we have to remember that they do not uh, transfer their gender and then demand to be placed. They have to meet the criteria. And until the criteria look, changes... Look at Chessa Semenya. Semenya, yeah. She had she went to some persecution as a woman who was born a woman. And, and she can't run this and, and they're bending over backward to bring in men who... who, who oh, come on. Uh, let, no, let me no. finish talking about it because it'll, yeah, it just yeah. burned me up. But is Semenya not the similar situation that, uh, you she, know... No, she, she, she should born a woman. Born a woman, it's not like she was a man and transitioned into a woman. She was born a girl. Ah, but and remain a girl. Yeah, I think there are more to this Amenio story than uh, the, you know, what you're giving us right now. Anyway, what that says to us is that you know, these people, these transgender people have to actually pass the criteria as laid down by the governing body for the sport. And until such time as the governing body changes the rules or accept them, then we should be accepting them for what they claim to be because they satisfy the criteria. Same. Yeah, who want to? I want it. Women, they ban them. No more women. Um, body from change from man to woman can no. women. That's done. Right. Right. Well, that's that's thank you for when, your when the, when the stand up and have cojones, that's what they must do. They're not to bend over and, and fall like fall like dominoes because people just don't oh, if I get up this morning and feel like I'm a car, am I a car? Well all right. I think am I a your, car? Thank you, Brother <laughs> you you've made your point. Let's just ask like. about you know, the, the women's CPL. And I have to say that it was very refreshing to see Deandra Dutton back with the, um, I think she was playing for the Trinity. Yeah, she was playing for TKR. But what was very interesting for me was the fact that we saw her in all her glory. It appears that she didn't play this very last match, and I'm not sure why. But the fact that we saw her playing and we could see that she was is still at the top of her game. And so it leads me to say 
Coach, come back. Deandra, we West Indies need you, irrespective of what the Ferreras. Anyone see the final match today and have any no, comments no, on the No, no, let me just comment on the Deandra Dutton because he upset yeah. me like like just what I hardly uh, was saying about the, the transgender situation. I, I, I'm, I'm not satisfied. I get enough um, explanation why D'Angelo left Western his team. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not satisfied. I thought it, it was not for that the reason that she tried to explain. You know, although, and I, you know, it doesn't give me a satisfaction. It's a player I like. I thought she would have done well for the West Indies, and I think she deserted the West Indies. That's how I feel. Yeah, and I don't care yeah. to see her anymore. I'm telling the truth. I don't care to see her anymore. But, but Leon, didn't the male players do virtually the same well, or similar type of At uh, least, absences? at least, um, at the, in, uh, they had a different situation. Well, she didn't come and say anything like that. She walked away from the team, to me. She she didn't come right out and say what she had to say. But this, if she had a problem inside, why why couldn't she settle it? Well, she may have tried, but was unsuccessful. The point is, the male players um, have done similar. I, I, listen to me. We heard from the vice president then, and we heard from him. He said he will do his utmost, and I believe the guy's a truthful guy. He give them all they can. Her point is that they weren't getting enough when the Western Cricket Board couldn't afford to pay her the lavish salary that she was getting outside. Nothing wrong with you going to, but when Western is need, you come back. And that's why I say to other players too, them players, so we just leave them out. Yes. Go um, ahead. Sure, yeah. I agree, Let me give you a piece about that. Yes. I totally, well, she played with um, Trinidad, and I'm gla- yes. I, I glad they lose because for me, I think. She was mad because she ordered the other girl, Matthew, get captaincy. And to me, I believe, that's my personal opinion, that mm-hmm. she think cricket is all... Because the way how... You see, actions speak louder than the words. You can see how she moves sometimes. She think cricket, name, Dutton. Like, she is all about cricket. If it's not about her, it's not about cricket. And that is... I think she just believe that nobody else is supposed to be captain the West Indies team but she. And, I mean, you just go and do the best because she played in the tournament and they had to leave her out because of some, some I guess, some kind of behavior or whatever it is. She, no, she so got, she she got inferior money in the what? IPL. In this, in this IPL, she got in, uh, underpaid. Okay. I, I, Leon, let me ask you a question on yeah. Virgil. Are you saying that Deandra was not included in the Trinidad-Bagos team this match? Because there was some no. Uh, no 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 I was talking about that I was talking about um I think earlier in the year or something where she was playing a team in Australia something like that that then had to leave her out because of something right one one oh. one, one of those franchise there they had to leave yeah. her out because mm-hmm. of something man I don't know if her behavior or whatever it is okay. but they had to leave her out of the team okay and, and then she remember. got she got she got less than what she was worth in the IPL. Uh, you know, she get less than she probably uh, contested, and even even Haley Matthew went down and, and played, and and her stocks went up. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't like the, her attitude. All of a sudden, I'm telling the truth. That's my personal opinion. Yes. Well, she got to give and take. 
the bottom line from from where I sit is that yes, there is an issue involving the administrators and administration between Deandra and Cricket West Indies. However, at the present state of Cricket West Indies female team, we need to find a way to resolve that issue and bring her back into the fold because our cricket needs to grow. No, no, no. We need to bring her. You, you, okay, she already retired. She retired from that. You, if somebody, if them, just like the team, maybe the same problem that she had, that's why that, that franchise, the last time, let her out of the team because she maybe want to talk to people how she wants and whatever. That's why probably they let, let her out and say, you know, something you're not going to play. You're not bigger than the game. And when West Indies do that, they pull away from West Indies. You understand? Because it's everybody, some of them blame the board, the board, the board. But these players, man, you, some of these players can't control it, can't talk to them. They want to tell you anything they want to say, do anything they want to do, and you must accept it. It is a yes. job that you're doing. If you go and work for your boss, and you're going to tell your boss all kind of stuff, the man can tell you something, I can, I can get rid of you or get somebody else. But this is what yes. they want. It's a job they're doing, you know. They're yes, not doing it for job. free. If you're doing Very it for job. free, I could understand all this kind of stuff. But you're doing a job. But you Very don't want job. anybody to talk to you. you don't want, yeah? We, we, the Cricket West Indies does not have an excess of skilled cricket players in the female division. Therefore, whatever the issue is with Deandra, I'm saying that somebody should sit with her to find out what the issue is. is was. Forgive me to cut in here. Forgive me to cut out. We hear Mr. Shallow said he do his utmost and many interviews uh-huh. to attract her. Okay. I heard right. him say that, and I believed him a young man. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. Well, well the, the, whole thing, the whole thing again, um, Dennis, who tells uh, you who, who tell that she wants to come back? I, exactly. No, I didn't say I that, know she was. I'm, well, I'm yeah, saying. You can do everything to attract her, but who, who said she really want to come back? Maybe it's right. more yeah. lucrative for her to continue on the, on the, on the, um, on the circuit. circuit around the world. Okay. And well, uh, well, knowing, you know. If, even though she was, you know, you, you know, the price she was sold for was was marginal, you could say because we know what she worth. But then if she she take that in the first instance and then continue explode, somebody's gonna pick her up a whole lot more. Our stock can only grow, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, the, the question for me was that I was happy to see her back in the local cricket CPL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she played two days ago but didn't play in the match today in the, or today, yesterday. Yeah. The match today, she didn't play. So why? And I'm curious to know as to why would a player of her, quote-unquote, skill level be omitted from a team playing in, in the final. In, in the women? Yes. Especially so, in the final, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I'm curious, and I wish I knew what the problem was and how it can be solved because – we do need skilled female players, and we, you know, we do not have enough female skilled players. We can just simply dismiss them. But at any rate, that is my own take on that. But, but, but uh, what, what I'm also want to say, Dennis, is that other players have the same problem too. Suppose all of them were to take the same attitude mm-hmm. and jump ship, and you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't all go well at all at all. Sit down. In a situation like that, we have to give and take. She has understand that West Indies cannot 
do like what Australia can do for her. And they know that, and they leave a window open for the IPL in order that players, men players, can get, earn a living and they get a chance to go to the IP, the, 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 the big bash, and so forth. But okay. she didn't to me. She doesn't want to give and take. She wants right. to do one. Okay. Right. All right. Well, let's 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 leave that where it is for now. Maybe we will revisit it next time or mm-hmm. in another episode. But how about the um, the red card situation? I saw a red card being issued today again in, in, in the CPL. What does anyone know exactly about how this red card is used? Because I think it's used in more than one situation. Let's go to coach and see if coach can give us the, 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 the skinny on exactly how the, the red card Red card in cricket. Mm-hmm. Red card in cricket. Coach? I think the red card supposed to be on-field disciplines only. But unfortunately, CPL extended the red card option. I think there was an incident, if I read it right. Sunil Narayan was given red card in a, one of the previous games. Mm-hmm. And looking at article and those, I realized it was a, because of the slow run rate or slow over rate, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that's supposed not to be penalized to the player. As I said, ICC's original invention for that red card was just like a soccer. If something has happened on the field, player can be rejected from the action. Means he cannot come back in the game. He cannot participate during the rest of the game. But the CPL red card is a completely modified version, let's say. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are... uh, Applying this one uh, for two reasons. To make sure that the team follow, right? Number two, this penalty is a harsh to me if it is uh, for the overrate or something like that. Because at the same time, they are also uh, penalizing the player from uh, uh, these fees, actually. Sometimes... Uh, percentage, quarter, half, whatever it is, that means the half of the amount of the match fees or something is going away. So it's supposed not to be two-way, but the, my biggest uh, thing in uh, my opinion, I will say, this will help keep this red card for the offenses, whatever happens on the field. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but, but my, my understanding is different to... Jaitin, I thought the red card situation pertained to the over rate from the 17th to the, the 19th over in the okay, T20 match. The, the 19th. I think it's the 19th. Yeah, the 17th to the 19th, yes. What's been published, it said, hmm. if behind the required over rate at the start of the 18th over, one hmm. additional player must... Yeah. Enter the field into the circle. Enter the circle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what it means, if you if you look at it, this rule, you cannot have five players outside the third oh, yard. Point. Correct. Point right. Mm-hmm. There yes. was a confusing statement. Fielding circle. It's supposed to be the thirty yard circle. Right. 
Okay. So you are losing advantage to have a one outside fielder during the last two overs. It starts with the 18. And then you are in the 19th over if you are behind. Yes. Now you are looking at two fielders need to be inside the circle. Inside that circle. So you bring another one inside the circle. Yeah. So now from the four inside the circle, now you are adding fifth after the 18. If you are still late. Now you have six fielders besides wicketkeeper and baller inside the 30 yards. Means you are mm-hmm. giving the advantage to the other team for the aerial shots and scoring runs. And then yes. eventually after the final over, which is the 20th over, you are losing one player. Well, can I correct something there, coach? Because the written ahead, ahead. information I have says if they are behind the rate at the start of the 20th over. The team will lose a player from the field. Field, Select, yes. From yeah. the field. Yeah. Selected, yeah. By yeah. The cap, selected by the captain. It doesn't say that it's no longer eligible. It simply says they will You're lose right. an additional player from the field. And that's just a, yeah. a temporary that's right. thing. So we that it doesn't... Yes, yeah, so it doesn't for the so final that means, over. That means the, the last over, over right. in this situation, that means the last over will be fielded by 10 people, not people. 11. Yes. Not 11. But, yeah. And the right. player is not allowed to take any action during that over, as well as there is no substitution. Right. But it, that player can come back and bat in their position normally when their innings begin, especially yes. if you're in the yeah. first. Okay, so that sort of clarifies it for me. I hope that it's clear yeah. enough for for others. Okay. Dennis, can, can we quickly go into the Asian Cup? We can forget sure. that. That, that mm. is the next on the agenda, Leon. Go right ahead and take it away. Well, I only have no. Well, I have. I don't have the details. So perhaps Jayton can tell us, or anyone who else has the information. I have not been watching the matches. Okay. Then well, I think the the one that is being washed out by in is not being washed out. Is it? Right. Can day be resumed. Okay. Huh? No, it yeah. will be. An extra day will be. I think we met the same score. It will it resume. Will resume. Yeah. So that's the start what time is the same. Start time is the same on a reverse uh, resort day. Means whatever the start time they had today will be the same start time tomorrow morning. Game will start. Okay. At a time, but the inning will resume. Resume, from okay. Point. So this okay. is the first time they put this inning status as a stumps. Means it will carry over. Mm. If you recall 1975-1979 World Cup in England, when the 60-over World Cup was played, ODI, mm-hmm. they used to follow the same rule. They used to the game for two days, and whatever the standing is at the end of the first day, they resume on the second day and finish the game. All right. Good. So, so who, 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 who all team was playing in the Asia Cup? Who was playing today? Well, today was India, India, India. You know something? My, my, my son come in and tell me something about India and Pakistan. I'm, I'm, I'm telling him, no, there is no... I know the World Cup coming up had to be something about the World Cup coming up. It's no, nothing no, about India and Pakistan playing right cup. now. Mm-hmm. And he was telling... He was watching it and telling me too, but I didn't... I did not... I, I thought it was something from a long time ago or whatever he was watching. No, no. I didn't realize. This is the Asia Cup. 
it's a hosted by the Pakistan, and with this mutual agreement, they decided that India will I not play in Pakistan. So they decided to take this game to Sri Lanka. They're playing right. in Colombo, this game. Mm. They had a first game, that, round that, one. That is good, yeah. It was a washout. And this okay. is the real competition going on because one of the teams can secure the final. There is no semi-final. In Super 4 stage, right now Pakistan has, I think, four points and two points uh, Sri Lanka. So that's and then we have three more ahead. games to go. Yes, yes. yes and resume the no. match today. Okay. We will resume okay. tomorrow. No, I got to make sure I watch that, man. I didn't know, man. I thought it was something else you see. Because something popped up on his phone and he was telling me about that. And I, I like, I said, no, it can't be. It's something else that you see there. Or maybe sometime they, they, they're talking about the World Cup coming up or something like that. And didn't realize. Um, that was but really India has a good score so far. Virgil, 147 for two from 24.1 yeah. overs. So yes, like you heard tonight, okay. they're going to carry forward that score. Ro- Roy hey, Sharma made, made 56 from 49. Someone mm-hmm. guilt 58 from 52. The Kohli's not out 8 from 16. Rahul is not out 17 from 28. And, He's at 50 um, over, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so, some, yeah. So 24 overs gone, and then 24.1 over have com- been completed. They'll start tomorrow morning at that score. Yes. Ooh, so gotta make sure I watch that, man. That, that's correct. Yeah. So there's a message for Virgil in there. That means if you you have to stay with the cricket show to get all the news, as Simon would say, you've got to be on this show in order to get the up-to-date news. You know. Is he still on? Yes, Simon I'm, is still there I'm with imagine, us. He's listening. I'm, I'm home all day, and this game going on, and I didn't, I didn't even realize. Oh. Well, let me put it this way, Virgil. For you, that match started at about uh, 2 or 3, 5.30 a.m. Your time. 5.30. Oh, 5.30. Okay, so okay, make, okay. make sure you up at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow morning to catch the start of, you know, of the resumption of this match. For me, on yeah, the West I'll be on Coast. The, I'll be on the road, so I'll see it, yeah. Yeah. On, for me on the West Coast, I'm sorry, that is way, way right in the middle of my bedtime. Anyway, that's that. Let's move on quickly because we're running out of time. The um, ICC Player of the Month were nominated. And we have, for the men, it was Barbara Azam, Shadab Khan, and Nicholas Puran. For the women, it was uh, Aina Hashim, Arlene Kelly, and Iris Zwilling. Barbara Azam, he scored 53 and 60 and 151 in his last three innings. For Shadab Khan of Pakistan, he took three for 42 and four for 27. And of course, we all know of the exploits of Nicholas Puran. He scored a lot of runs in T20 in five, 176 runs in five T20 matches, two at 40, one at 67, including player of the series. So there are those three. Anyone care to vote now and tell us on the cricket show who would be your player of the month of August of those three gentlemen? Ba, 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 ba. Got, got it. All right, got it. Uh, anyone else, quick? 
Virgil? I'm going to go with Baba. All right. Uh, Donna, are you listening? Who would we vote for in that? I'll go with my Caribbean boy, Puran. 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 Thank you, Puran. Duyon, what's your vote on this one? Who? I said Barbara Azam. You said Barbara Azam. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, Is the coach playing this game? Yeah, I'll go for the Barbara. You go for Barbara, too. All right. Um, I see Hyacinth. What about you? Are you playing this game with us? Okay, as I don't really know the players too well, I'll just go with the majority. <laughs> Alright, let's hear you, Judge. What's your take on this uh, player of the month, the main player of the month? No? No, Judge, is he's going with us. She's here, but she's. You go for. Alright, well, I'll join. My vote with is with Donna. I will go for Nicholas Poren on the men's side. Mm. All on, right. the women's, on the women's side, we have Ashim, who has managed 105 runs and six wickets, average of 52, and the run total there. She is from Ma, Mali, Malaysia. And Kelly, she took five for 12, three for 11, two for 20, wickets average 4.3, and she is... I think she is from Ireland. She is from mm-hmm. Ireland. And Z- Iris Zwilling, she's from the Netherlands. 178 runs in six innings and two half centuries. So who, which female will we vote for player of some the Ireland. month of August? Lady from Ireland for me. The lady Kelly. from Ireland, Kelly. All right. Malaysia. Uh, I, 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 I nominate um, Haley Matthews and vote for Haley Matthews. Well, Lady from Ireland. <laughs> Lady from Ireland. Lady from Ireland. Oh, I'm just joking. I'm going to go the first way call from Malaysia. Malaysia. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know her name, is, but. Hashim. Hashim. I'll go Ireland. Okay. You go for Ireland. That, Ireland. That was that was um, highest in going for Ireland. Yes? Yeah. Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Really. Uh, let's uh, uh, Donna. What's your vote? I'll go with the majority and say Ireland because I don't watch the ladies. I don't watch the ladies that <laughs> much. That much. I watch them now and again. Ireland for me. Okay. Judge now. Ireland for Ireland. Ireland for me. Ireland for you. All right. Well. Okay. I think that, um, yes, we have a majority vote for Ireland, so we will go with that and move on to let you know we have approximately ten, uh, seven minutes, so let's start the uh, final word from uh, Virgil. Uh, Virgil, closing words. Yeah, um, as we come to another close-up um, show, I just hope the audience enjoy it as we enjoy it. Um, CPL is are now getting close to the final. Um, the woman Barbados champion, wish them all the best. Mm-hmm. And looking forward again for Diana. Um, Diana. Diana. Coming up, um, for the, for the Amazon CPL. Warriors. 
Mm. Yes. Mm. yes. Look, looking forward to them friends coming. They always go to the final and then drop. But looking right. forward to this next week of next real, week some real good CPL. Yeah. Some really good CPL. It, it doesn't take very real good CPL today or yesterday. All right. Let's hear your final word, please, Audrey. Is muted. All right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I am here. Yes. Your final yes, um, word, please. Of course. Of course. I the program today, and um, we're looking forward to having another blockbuster next week. Um, but remember, have a good week, and I have a no clause thing here to give to, to give for for you to cancel for the week. Yes. Do your best. He said, do the best you can until you know better, and when you know better, do it. And that's from Maya Angelo. So let's keep that in mind as we go. Let's hear with God willing next week. Thank you, um, uh, Audley. Donna, your final words on passing? Oh, yes. As usual, very good show. I enjoyed every bit of it. I look forward to everyone having a good week. And see you on the radio next week for another program. Right. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Donna. Remember, you're in the hot seat next week for the uh, okay. focus on the law, and we'll be in, we'll be in touch. All right. Okay. Okay, All right. Donna. Your final word, please. Coach, your final parting words. Yes, oh, no. It was a good show, and I'd like to make a correction on one of the panelists. Yes. In today's game, the lady played is not a Patel. She is Patil, P-A-T-I-L. It's a different oh, community. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just, just want <laughs> yes, to give you on that. But I it's a good to all. see an Indian player performing in CPL and uh, playing in a final. That's a huge. And let's hope we can have uh, more talent come out of India to play in this part of the world. But uh, let's uh, catch on next week for more Thank information. You. Thank you, Coach. And I think Audley made that correction earlier on, didn't he? Okay, Simon, your final parting words. I'm very happy to do that. And as usual, I'm so happy to be on this show, learning so much from you, talented gentlemen and ladies who know the game so well. Like I told my grandkid, I was following this game since I was three years old, and I learned something new each night I come on this show. This is a wonderful show. Have a wonderful week all, and be safe. Be back here next week Sunday on the Cricket Show. Good Thank night, you, all. All right. Thank you, Simon. Judge, let's have your final thoughts before we close out. Yes. Uh, good night, all. It was a great show again. And uh, everybody have a good week. Uh, see you all next Sunday again. All right, thank you, Justin. Mr. Leon, happy, happy belated birthday. Right. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Okay. Mm. appreciate it. Hi, let's have your final thoughts before we sign off. Just want to say thank you, each and every one. And we have fulfilled our aims, which was to educate, to inform, and to entertain, because we've had all three. All right. And Amen. Also, yes, and also... Um, the coaches thing, discipline and attitude, we all, we had even talked about that in some of the things we went through. So thank you as, as this um what it says, we are always learning. So thank always you so learning. much. I'm learning so I'm, much. Yes, thank you. All right, Simon, you are being quoted again. 
All right, Leon, mm-hmm. it's your turn. Give yes, us final yes, thought. yes, yes. First off, let me just take the opportunity to thank all the, everyone who um, played a part in my making me feel happy by, you know, sending messages of congratulations on my birthday. It was a joy. It was a real pleasure to receive them, both text messages and, and the works. We had a wonderful show. Thank you, Dennis. You did a great job, as usual. And um, we just hope that many listeners around the world will join us each and every week at 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number is 1515 nine, 605 9850. Nah, well, 515 605 9850. Yeah. You know, yeah, thank um, you so much. Um, Leon, we missed, um, we missed Mertris tonight, I think. Oh, yes, we were... did miss. Oh, yes, let me just yeah. say a little word because. You're not here in body, but you're here in spirit, and we're thinking about you and the present situation. And on our way out, I just want to remind everyone that for inspirational hour and entertainment, awesomest entertainment, you should check in with the Saturday morning entertainment show at Caribbean Global Voices, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. Call 1563-999-3693. Once again, Saturday morning, that is your place, 6, 9 a.m. to 12. And that's it for us. Thank you for joining us. Come back next week. Yeah. Leon, if you have any music Yes, for us, I do have. You. We have yeah. about 30 seconds. Thank you. Okay. This is what I have Come join with me, let's be tribute to Mike Finley. Let's be come jump with me and be tribute to Mike Finley. I am sure you all remember the achievements made by his cricketer. Now come, let's join and go on and pay tribute to the man who let us pay tribute to a great invention. The greatest keeper to pass through the region. He made smaller than cricket by climbing the ladder. But playing justice is on pressure. A footballer, basketballer, the great wicket keeper, a sprinter, a long jumper, a superstar goalkeeper. I say we should crown this man as the greatest sportsman. Every VC man. And woman, then you come together as one and salute a two champion. I want you politicians to know when you're talking about national heroes. No waiting like he's dead to put no crumb on his head. Who let us pay tribute to this great Vincentian? The greatest keeper to pass through the region. He took the combined island to the top of the ladder. He led this anti-ball encounter against England in Central 
the drop more in the world record holder We take this man to Australia For that alone we should crown the man Yes, he's the greatest sportsman No camera, no sword, umpire The cast is spectacular The umpire sent Glentona But when he told the skipper for Gary He did not take the catch cleanly Everyone thought it was a joke They called him the fool Who let us pay tribute to a true sportsman One of the fairest out of the Caribbean An athlete of integrity Win or lose, he played on his feet A perfect example for all sports people I am going to crown this man as the greatest sportsman WICB cook up the conspiracy To bring back Derek Murray They victimized Mike Finley But Finley ignored all this and continued to play his cricket We all know he was the best, so more he played all his best Who let us pay tribute to a great Vincent Shaw The greatest keeper to pass through the region He opened the door for the small island cricketers While back playing prejudicial towards him Zelda cricket and soccer A very strong leader, a great team player I am going to from this man, the Caribbean's greatest sportsman.
Good night, all. Good night, all. Good See night, Dennis. Week. Wonderful See show. You. See you next yeah, week. Bye, Donna. Thanks. Bye. Good night, all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.